So Joe Biden has COVID the day after he announced, I guess, accidentally that he has cancer. Uh, whatever, I guess. This is the world we live in, where the president of the United States goes on, uh, gives some speech, says he has cancer. The White House then comes out and says, no, no, he meant he had cancer before. And then the next day we find out the president's being isolated, but for COVID. However, he didn't say he had COVID. Someone else did. And then I jokingly mentioned he did do a video about it where he's like, you may have heard that I tested positive for COVID. And then I was like, he didn't say he had it. He didn't confirm it. But this is this is the weird reality of it, that the, either the president says he has cancer and he does, or he accidentally told the world he did. So anyway, look, now he's in isolation. It's a whole lot of weird nonsense. We'll talk about that. We got to Dave Chappelle to talk about. He canceled an event because uh, this is crazy. I didn't know this, but we're apparently learning that people weren't going to show up. Like employees just dipped out because uh, I guess Antifa was threatening violence. So we'll talk about that. Plus, we are going head to head with the Democrats uh-huh. J6 committee full of garbage lies primetime show. And we are going to call them out and we're going to call them out and we're going to do it right. But before we do, we're going to shout out our sponsor tonight, which is TimCast.com. That's right. TimCast IRL is literally sponsored by ourselves. Check out Tales from the Inverted World Season 2. Available now. Members only exclusive show. This is um, audiovisual podcast style images, hour long stories exploring lost Confederate gold from Shane Cashman. If you're into that kind of thing, we're actually going to get a tremendous response. So I'm really excited for this. Eternally grateful for everybody who's super into this show. Uh, if you want to check it out, go to TimCast.com, become a member. But don't forget. We're also going to have the uncensored After Hours TimCast IRL podcast up tonight at 11 p.m. As a member, you'll get to watch that as well. I'm also proud to announce that we have removed PayPal from the website. If you are a member still using PayPal, you're fine. But we're not a fan of censorship in Silicon Valley. So when you go to TimCast.com, you're not just supporting us. When you sign up, you're supporting Dan Bongino, who co-founded Parallel Economy, a censorship-resistant payment processor service. We are going to be building out the infrastructure for not just our company, but other companies. We're going to use their services because we want to put our money where our mouth is. And hopefully y'all will do the same and stop giving your money to people who hate you. That being said, I don't expect everyone just to cancel their Disney and Netflix because people like entertainment, right? We're going to make it. We started with this. We got Cast Castle. We got Tales from the Inverted World. We got Pop Culture Crisis. Maybe none of those shows are your cup of tea. Give us time. We're going to put out comedy specials. We're going to put out more shows, documentaries. We're going to give you everything. And then... The regular person in this country who cares not for politics will say, I signed up to TimCast.com and canceled my Netflix because they're better. And that's how we win the culture war. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And I will say, the reason we're going to be able to call out January 6th and do it right is because we are being joined by Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hello, everyone. Howdy. Do you want to... I know everybody knows who you are, <laughs> but just in case, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Congresswoman for Georgia's 14th district, very proudly representing Northwest Georgia. And I'm excited, I'm excited to be here with you guys tonight. Thank you so much for coming. I think it's going to be really exciting. And uh, we also have Jamie Kilstein. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. I know that Marjorie is controversial. So I just want to say off the top, whether you're on the left or the right, let's all come together and see me do stand-up comedy, Houston, Texas, August 5th and 6th. You can get tickets at rioTX.com. I am also writing for Cast Castle, which is now up at TimCast.com. We have new episodes that are insane. If you guys liked what we were doing on the vlog, you're absolutely going to love uh, what we're doing now because we have more time. We're making it like a real sitcom about the about the culture war, about all the characters here, and I'm going to be doing some other stuff too. 
to be announced soon also over at Cast Castle. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram, which you guys have been, and you're very funny and much more entertaining than my old liberal fans. Thank you. Uh, I'm Ian Crossland. <laughs> Just Looking kidding. different tonight. <laughs> uh, no, Ian Crossland is out of his seat tonight for uh, personal reasons. Anyways, I'm Mary Morgan. I co-host Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube. I'm going to dutifully shill for it tonight. We do a live show every Monday through Friday talking about just lighthearted content, entertainment news, celebrity gossip, that type of stuff you might not hear about on IRL. So go subscribe. I am, as always, here in the corny pushing buttons. I'm so excited to have Marjorie back again tonight. She's just a delight to talk to and hang out with, and I'm stoked for what we talk about tonight. All right, let's jump into this first story from TimCast.com. President Biden tests positive for COVID, reporting mild symptoms. I don't, I don't know how much I should really care about this story. I don't know how much I should believe this story. But the big story, I guess, is the rampant speculation. Immediately, President Harris started trending. Once again, as it often does whenever <laughs> Biden is sick with something. And then people started speculating as to what's really going to happen. Hmm. And so my favorite conspiracy theory, I don't know it's a conspiracy theory, is that Biden, or, or, I'm sorry, Kamala Harris will step down and take a prestigious job to fight climate change or something. Biden will then appoint to VP Newsom. Then Biden will get 25th amendmented where it's like his brain doesn't work and he's incapable of doing the job. Right. Newsom Which is becomes, already happening. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he accidentally claimed he had cancer or he does. One of the two. Either way, it's bad. And then he chooses Stacey Abrams to be VP. That's like the apocalyptic scenario, I guess. Oh, well, I don't know. Okay, well, first off, let's say this. Cancer's horrible. I mean, God forbid. I really oh, hope yeah. he doesn't have cancer. That would be awful. And COVID, we wish him well. We hope he feels better. But he does have dementia. And we really need to know. I mean, he needs to. <laughs> you were doing so good. <laughs> I was like, cancer's bad. Yes. COVID's bad. Oh, no. But he probably isn't. He's not doing well. <laughs> He's not doing good. And, um, but I will say Kamala Harris as president would be fantastic because I can tell you right now, Republicans would definitely win in 2024 if Kamala was president. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like they're going to win if Biden's president too, because. Can you imagine Joe Biden trying to go up against Trump? He didn't do it the first time. He just, he, what do they, what do they call a lid? And then he just hid in his basement. Yeah. And they were, they were betting on people just hating Trump. Now you're going to put out a president who's destroyed the economy, mm-hmm. who presided over, let's just say that, the destruction of the economy, the expansion of a war in Eastern Europe the first time since like World War II. Horrible. Food prices through the roof, inflation through the roof, gas shortages coming. Yep. Panic, fear, chaos. And then they got, they got a, so I actually think Kamala Harris, as bad as she is, it'd probably knock him up a couple points. I don't know. They don't like Kamala. Yeah, like, nobody, remember when she does. was, yeah, when she was in the primary, she was one of the least popular ones. Yeah. Democrats don't like her. No, I was a, I was a, I was a Tulsi fella when she ripped into her during the That's debates right. about, I mean, she's done horribly anti-progressive things, uh, with, with, with criminal justice in mm-hmm. California. I mean, it's, it's been abysmal, she, but she like bragged about slavery, right? She, she, she bragged about, well, previously she got, she bragged about, now she's getting called out for, it was her office, I believe, that kept inmates in yep. longer yes. to use as cheap labor to fight wildfires. And it's funny when I say that and people go, inmates don't fight wildfires. And I'm like, oh, ho, ho, buddy, read the 13th amendment. It allows for slavery with, uh, after the conviction of a crime or something to that effect. Yeah. So yeah, they well, that's take, why they can make no money, but they're even doing labor. They give yeah. them like a dollar, a dollar. An hour. Yeah. Yep. Risk your life in a wildfire 
because you're an inmate and you have, and, and it's the best thing you can do. And she's like, we'll deny their parole and just do it this way. Also, by the way, mm. remember that the majority of prisoners in America are also there for nonviolent drug offenses. So yeah. it's not like they're like sending just like a ragtag. It's not like suicide squad where they're sending a bunch of assassins to fight wildfires. It's just like dudes who were caught selling dime bags in the eighties yeah. or they're in solitary confinement for going in the Capitol mm. on January 6th pre-trial. Yeah. That's There's right. That too. Yeah. A 69 year old cancer patient. I love this. They claimed, uh, you saw the story, right? Yeah. So the prosecution said that she was yelling for people to go in the building. And I was like, oh, wow, she was really? Well, kind of like Ray Epps. Like Ray Epps. Well, where's that guy? I don't but, even but, know. You know, they, they, they bring up this, uh, people on the right mentioned the 69-year-old woman with cancer. Is yes, I've two, been furious about it. Two months. And w- so then you hear the argument and they're like, she was encouraging people to, to trespass and all that. And I was like, wow, she was encouraging trespassing. Is kind of like the media. Is it anything like the uh, Colbert staffers who lied mm-hmm. about having credentials, mm-hmm. caused such a ruckus that a Democrat staffer called for emergency services, mm-hmm. were banging on people's doors after hours and telling people they're going to be putting things in there under their doors? Is that better or worse? No, you can tell me it's the same. I don't care. It's certainly at the very least worse than what someone mm-hmm. is accused of doing. And the prosecutor said, well, you know, we wouldn't get a conviction anyway, so. That's a two-tier justice system. Yeah, that uh, that same film crew was outside my office. They targeted my office. Capitol Police have it on video. Um, but yeah, there's there's no prosecution happened. The, the office that actually allowed them to come in is Jake Oshenkloss's office, uh, and his chief of staff is Tim Heisom, who is the guy caught on camera and arrested by Capitol Police that was targeting the sign outside my office. Oh, wow. Uh, but no, DOJ won't prosecute any of it. But yeah, they put a 69 year old cancer patient in jail for two months. She walked, she, okay, she told people to go in. She walked into the Capitol. I think she was in there five minutes. That's what I read. And then she came back out. She was filming. She said that I like to film these things. And yeah. they're like, but you posted on social media that everyone should come down. And this is what they do. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. If you go on social media and you're like, everybody should protest in D.C., mm-hmm. and then everyone shows up wearing the pink pussy hats and that's it, everyone's fine. But you get a couple hundred of those people to then st- tear a fence down, and they're going to claim that your call for protest was actually a call for violence. That's right. They that's what they do. It. But it's like the media uh, uh, talking about all the Antifa BLM protests, and they were burning cities. They burned Washington, D.C. It was on fire. I mean, it was mostly peaceful, a little bit fiery. But, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody's let off, right? It's that, that aerial shot of D.C. with the fire everywhere, the smoke yeah. coming out all over the place. Did you guys see AOC's uh, recommendations for how to protest? She has a graphic. 
Yeah, I remember. Did that. you what? remember that? A while what? ago. Yeah. Do you remember? It's on her graphic that she recommends heat resistant gloves. Whoa! What? I it is, noticed that. Yes. Oh my gosh! It is unbelievable. Heat resistant gloves, goggles, and a mask. Non-descript huh. clothing and uh-huh. cover up any identifiable tattoos. It's when like a how to be a terrorist this? thing. Uh, it was posted during all the BLM and Antifa riots. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I, I want to go back to the Biden COVID thing because I want to point out to everybody that one of the most uh, scariest symptoms of COVID is a loss of your sense of smell. Sucks we have now. this tweet here from oh. Thomas Massey. Oh, boy. He There's said, my what, buddy. what oh, if he boy. loses his sense of <laughs> <No>. smell? Uh. <laughs> And it's Biden sniffing children and women. Yeah. This, this could be the end of Joe Biden. <laughs> right. This is it. It's when he over. can't sniff women and children. No. He's like, just he's let me. Re- again the other day. Yeah. He was? He, well, it's a thing. He loves to do it. <laughs> someone, someone posted there like, imagine wearing a mask, getting, uh, double vaxxed and triple boosted, and then you catch COVID because Joe Biden sniffed you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Not good. I had to pull it up. I know I don't want to derail from the conversation, but I was like, this is like, if Biden were watching a horror movie, they would. It's it's about a guy who loses his sense. Of That's smell. what it is, and no. then it, it's just him riding an Amtrak into the sunset. <laughs> leave me on this Amtrak to Delaware. All right, so I, Tim. I just texted you AOC's uh, post. Oh yeah, of yeah. her protesting safely. So I just sent it to him, and maybe he can give it to you, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. guys can I put do it up. Remember that. And uh, uh, from what I can tell, I haven't confirmed this independently, but I saw a news yeah. article saying I that Biden has, in fact, lost his sense of smell. So he it's did. all over. Oh, boy. So oh, wow. You can fact check it for me. You know, look, yeah. look, I just got to say, for all the faults of Joe Biden, to take, to, to, to revel in his the loss last, of his one true yeah. joy. Pleasure. It's just, it's just. It's should just, we have a moment of silence? <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna try and do pray this. For him. We should pray for him. Well, I was we gonna should. try and get really for close his to his recovery and his sense of smell. Yeah. Yeah. No, want, maybe we should pray for it not to yeah, return. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Save the children. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. All, all, any, tri- any child listening to the show is like, no, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just, I, I really do appreciate, Marjorie, that you're a member of Congress making these jokes. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm a normal person. Right. I'm a regular person. <laughs> That's why a lot of people think I, you know, they say terrible things about me, but. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll be, uh, I'll be honest off the bat. Um, when I heard we were going to be on the show together, I just envisioned every liberal that I follow on Twitter, my family. I'm like, God, everyone's going to hate me. And then part of me was like, okay, maybe I need to get sound bites going after her. And then because of you, Marjorie, I had to watch a 10 minute, very unfunny daily show clip. Uh, it was so long, dude. (laughs) It was so long. Uh, all about you. And I was like, this is terrible. And then everyone here was like, Dude, you're gonna love her. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, you're gonna love her. And then literally before the show, I was like, I love her. So you were making me laugh. You were telling stories. You were giving me advice on my glasses. I know, but your glasses. Jamie 10 years ago would be too scared to actually confront Jamie now, to be fair. (laughs) Jamie 10 years ago would be like, if I go on a show with Jamie in 10 years, I'll get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would just sadly tweet about it and then not talk to this Jamie face to face. But you know what, Jamie? You know what I think the deal is? Is I think most Americans, we actually agree on more things. Than, than we realize. Don't you charm me with that. Uh, yeah. No, I <laughs> agree. Well, and we were talking about this before the show, which is I love the fact that the congresswoman that is talking about that here is known as one of the most divided. Cause I say that on stage. I do stand up where there, in my show, there is stuff where I make fun of the left and make fun of the right. And 
everybody, like real people, not Twitter personalities, yep. everybody laughs at the same stuff. And then you go, hey, if we can take that laughter outside and just assume that you have good intentions and that I have good intentions mm-hmm. and that if we talk, we probably have some similar values and different ways to get to it would probably be fine. And then That's everyone's right. like, yeah, but instead we're just glued to Twitter and Facebook and CNN and Fox News and all these corporations that essentially profit off of us fighting. They do. And they, and they put us into sound bites. Mm. 100%. So you can make anyone seem horrible or angry or bad in any way if you put them into sound bites. Yep. Because you can twist whatever these little bitty sentence or whatever it is. Yeah, people don't know. You actually went on for three hours about Jewish space lasers. If you heard the whole three hour <laughs> thing, it thing, was yeah. so much more. It made so much right, more sense. Right, context a lot more. was really stripped out. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, there were poems in it, which was great. <laughs> Me as a Jew, I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, and I funded them. I yeah. voted to fund them. <laughs> yes. I, I'm actually impressed with the technology. I think it's amazing. She was super yeah. proud of them. The, the, here's the crazy thing that, that I see though. <laughs> I see people posting memes claiming that you talked about Jewish space lasers, which you literally did not do. I never said that phrase. Right. I didn't even know the phrase until they were writing articles about me. <laughs> and I was trending on Twitter with the hashtag Jewish Jewish space lasers. I was like, what are they talking about? But I, I look at these memes and there are people who genuinely believe you, you, you claimed that. And it was like, dude, I did. I was just like, because I didn't research it. You see everyone talking about it on Twitter, and then you see real verified journalists, and you go, all right, well, that's the new crazy Congress lady who I guess is talking about us having space lasers or whatever. And then you read it, and you were talking about PG&E yeah. and investment firms, yeah. and it was like... And I mentioned that a Rothschild was on the board, and I didn't even know they were Jewish. <laughs> I would describe it, I would describe it as... That's so funny. I didn't know. I would describe the post as just asking questions, conspiracy theory, internet posting. Like, you were very much like... It was, it was all question marks. Yeah, it was like, is it possible that this could have happened? I th- I'll tell you personally, I think it's silly. But the fact that they construed mm-hmm. a silly post on Facebook into you claiming Jewish people had space lasers... Is just the it's it's it had nothing to do with Jewish people. It had everything to do with a technology that was new that was harnessing the sun's energy and sending it back to uh, to transmitters uh, to create create energy. It was just that's what I was talking about, and that's more like a Mexican thing. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Crazy, it canceled too. I don't know. Or maybe that's what happened to my forehead. No, I I actually burned it with a curling iron. (laughs) They knew that if they tried to actually say. Here's what it is. They find a, a post from you mm. where I think, like, I, I don't know enough about the transmission technology. I have read about how they do solar capture and then they use... Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Solar capture energy transmission to base stations in the U.S. has been mm-hmm. stuff that I've read about in sci-fi. And then you uh, uh, were asking if it could be used to start wildfires or something. No, no, no. I was asking, I, I and I was just asking... Like, anytime there's something new, right? Whenever yeah. there's a new invention, a new creation, is there a mistake? Like when the Wright brothers started to fly. How many, how many times did you see like brand new airplanes, people trying it out and they crashed, sure. right? I was just asking, could there be like a miscalculation in, in, in where they're sending it back to? Could it miss because our earth rotates and 
things move in space. It was like literally just asking questions. That was it. I and wasn't, then, I wasn't accusing anyone, especially Jewish people. I would never the, do that. Thank the, you so the much. Post the, the, the post is nothing. The post is nothing. The post is nothing. And so there's the no story unless no. you reframe it as Jewish space lasers. And I think it was in 2018. Yeah, it was insane. Let me, let me tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rag on this because I know I bring it up a little bit, but it's a good segue. The when, uh, I said this in January. How how are you going to convict people on January 6th of trespassing if the police are on video opening doors for them? Now, obviously, the people who broke glass and are fighting with cops, yeah. like, they're hitting cops. Of course, you get charged for that. Right. The they Young Turks be. did a segment calling saying I had the stupidest argument ever. And it's like they just literally straw manned and misconstrued on purpose what I was saying. Mm. I was right. A guy, I think his name is Matthew Martin, was acquitted on all charges because the judge saw the video of the cops fanning people in. Now. Some people were fanned in. Some people, the doors open. AOC said so. She did. But this is what, this is what we, we see that is what we refer to as the quote unquote left is like they will intentionally misconstrue your post in a way to smear you because they know their viewers aren't smart enough to actually fact check. Well, they have a purpose in this story, right? It's, it's a political purpose. They don't want Trump to run for president again. They have to smear him in, in, as much as possible. They have to embarrass him and everyone that worked for him, anyone that aligns with him, because they have to. They want to stop him from running for president again. That's what this is all about. Same as the Russia hoax. They wanted to impeach him and get him out. And January sixth is another issue. So it's they target anyone that that defies the their narrative. Well, and also what's so frustrating about it is, look, me and you are going to disagree probably on some trans stuff. We're going to disagree probably on abortion stuff. We're going to disagree on a lot of things, right? But if I'm just taking things that you didn't say or saying things that are out of context, that means I don't have an argument. I would so much rather talk to someone and find out what we do have in common Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about it so like abortion's a a a great example where i used to just be no questions asked um completely pro-choice and then i talked to conservative friends and i learned about some of the late-term abortions i'm like "Mm, i don't love that but one thing that i will always say and i will i will vehemently uh, uh, uh defend is i go hey if we're restricting abortion rights, which a lot of the stuff I don't agree on, maybe we should also talk about more sex education or more access to contraceptives. And I feel like with every political issue, there are these middle grounds where it's like, okay, if I give you that, like how, if but the goal look, is look, just... Look. Here, here's the issue. The right is offering nothing but compromise. It is objectively true. The overturning of Roe v. Wade is a conservative compromise. Uh, well, let me ask you, hmm. right? You're, do you think abortion should be banned totally? I am unapologetically, I believe in life at conception. I do. So, I think that, and I'll tell you because I'm a mom. I have three kids and there's nothing that I could ever do in my life. Even if I became president, even if I created world peace, I, there's nothing I could do in my life that would be greater than being a mom because I love my kids that much and it's, I consider it a true blessing. So, and I don't think anyone is a mistake. I do not. I believe, I believe that every single person that God, uh, has a plan for them, even if they're unwanted, even if they came out of a horrible rape or something, I just, I truly believe that that there's a a reason for them. I want to, I want to separate this into two, uh, distinct questions in the same area, right? Mm -hmm. There is the political 
implementation of a ban versus the personal feeling there should be, right? Do you personally feel abortion is wrong and shouldn't be allowed? Yes, that's how I personally feel. I do Politically, pers- do you think in the entire nation there should be a nationwide ban on abortion in every state at the federal level? If I had to vote on that, yes, I would vote on that. So here's the issue. But let me add to it. I do not think our government is serving are the American people and we we should do more for women. We should do more for orphans. We should do more to help. We should help people. And we don't do that. We send our monies overseas to foreign countries. We we build schools and walls and and roads in foreign countries. We fund foreign wars, but we do nothing we do nothing to incentivize families. Flint, Michigan needed water pipes for a long time. But here's my point. What the Republicans ended up doing is allowing the states to decide if they have abortion or not. And the left is acting well, like... no, the Supreme Court did uh, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Supreme, the Supreme Court, Court ruled mm-hmm. that... They gave the right back to the states. Gave it back to the yeah. states. And now you have red states saying, you know, uh, many red states saying we're putting limits on abortion in blue states. That's a compromised position. The Republicans didn't come out and uh, the Supreme Court, I should say, could have ruled abortion was completely illegal under the 14th Amendment. The Supreme Court, six to three of conservative justices, could have said the 14th Amendment guarantees equal rights under the law and we hereby recognize life at conception as a simple moral principle. They could have said that. They didn't. They went halfway and said, we shouldn't decide on this. It's up to you guys to figure out. The well, left- they, they, they gave it back to the states to decide because really our federal government has grown way too big. I mean, you could look at this in so many different issues and avenues. But giving it back to the states actually gives people more control. It but really see, does. But, but I agree. But you see the point? The left is telling you that mm-hmm. you need to live the way they want to live, and they want things in your state to be completely the way they want them. And mm-hmm. you're saying, no, no, your state should be allowed to do what it wants, and our state should be allowed to do our thing. You're offering up a compromise. Instead of telling blue states to live the way you live, you're saying, let's agree to disagree, and they're saying no to you. That's the problem. Well, that is true. But I'm also sometimes in favor of a national divorce because I kind of get tired. <laughs> Don't get him started. Don't I get, get a little bit sick that. and tired of This is why I'm like, fighting. MTG is I'm, like the best member. Oh, I, I'm glad you said of the fighting because you paused. And I was like, you're going to say your husband? No. I, I, I want to clarify real quick. Like, it is just the jokes you make, the points you make, you, you're fearless. I really respect that. Like, Thank you. Well, I, I look, we've had politicians on the show. I've met with many politicians. I typically can't stand them because they won't just say what you said. Like you just fearlessly will say something as potent, I suppose, as sometimes in favor of a national divorce is a powerful thing to say. Well, I think it's a lot better than a war. I don't I don't want to ever agree. see a war. A Do you civil think war that would be awful. Where we're headed? God, I hope not. But it seems that the divide and the just the arguing and the vitriol and the hate it just keeps building and building and building, and and it, it it's really upsetting. Like I've I've been in, we were in session all week this week, and it's nothing but bitter fighting. It's it's just constant fighting on extremism and extreme issues, mm-hmm. and I I just feel like if we're to this point, maybe we should consider that you have your you know you have your blue states and we have our red states and. And we can all maybe figure out how to get along and talk again after we separate a little bit. Headline, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants civil war. Well, they did that. Hey, watch that. (laughs) (laughs) That Somebody's going to clip that. Well, well, so No, they they did that already, remember? They did? There was a... No, 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 no. There was that big story where you said said something about 
uh, you know, this could lead to a civil war. And they wrote, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants one. Oh, no, I never want a war. Right. Never. You want to know why? All these uh, gung-ho, you know, people older than me, they're, if they think that they're going to go fight in the civil war, sorry, old, out-of-shape people. You are going to be the one doing it. Let me, let me. You know who it's going to be? It's going to be my kids. Yeah. It's and I don't be. want that. And, and I, don't, I think that's wrong. We want a good future for our children. Yeah. Let me, let me pull up this post that you referenced earlier from AOC. I, uh, uh, you sent it to me and then I pulled it up May 30th, 2020. This is just after uh, the George Floyd incident. It's uh, the summer of love. Some, some of the worst riding we have ever seen in this country. Some of the worst riding we have seen, uh, the, the most damage and, and, and loss since the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh, dozens of lives lost. AOC, protesting safely, what to wear. Nondescript solid layer clothes, uh, uh, solid layer clothing, heat resistant gloves. I'm sorry, what? He was resistant right there. gloves. Hmm. Goggles, mask, emergency contacts written down. Tie your hair up. Don't bring things you don't want to be arrested. They got they got Yo, pot we, and they got a knife. Nice. Turn your cell phone off. I Why mean, would you turn your cell phone off if you're tracked? protesting safely? Yeah. Well, I actually, if if it was just the what was the date? What's the May, date? May thirtieth. Yeah. Oh wow. If it look, I, I think twenty. I'll I'll tell you what the one thing that really alarms me, and it's the heat resistant gloves. Me too. That is that is her basically saying, get ready for terrorism. Yeah. Now look, if you Absolutely. tell Absolutely. Why would you wear heat resistant gloves? Molotov cocktails. Yes. Okay. I mean it could all Lighting a fire. Tear gas canisters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tear gas can get hot when it's or or cold. I'm not yeah. sure which one. Is it is it exothermic? I don't know. No. When when it's um I think it I think it might get hot. I'm not sure. You're sure. trying to find out if I'm undercover Antifa right yeah, now. Maybe. You're like, Jimmy, so, which one is it? Well, so Do when, you when have your heat resistant gloves with <laughs> you? Heat compression is usually cold. Right. But I've heard people say hot. So someone in the chat can correct mm. me. This would be arson. Wearing, wearing insulating gloves is literally about picking up tear gas and throwing it or Molotov cocktails or starting fires. But it says protesting safely. Yeah. Okay. Well, for yeah. you, yeah. But to be fair, and this is not, I have a, I have a list of things you were talking about that I would much rather defend than AOC right now. But could it also be, which is also bad, fire could be there. This is how you protect yourself, not inciting wear these gloves so you can make fire. Mm, not at a, not at a safe protest, not at a peaceful protest. Also, don't bring anything you want to be arrested with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, look, look, look. I've seen people get wrongfully arrested at protests, and I've seen people get arrested oh, yeah. because the cops can't make a determination on who's the ones throwing the Molotovs, and so they'll arrest everybody and then sort it out. I don't agree with it always. Sometimes, like, sometimes it's like, okay, I don't know, I don't know how you solve the problem, but telling someone, I think it's good advice to turn your cell phone off and turn off face and touch ID. Because the cop can take your phone and hold up your face and then get into it. Yeah, that's and cool. Fourth Amendment, I'm not a fan. The, the one thing I'm like, I want people to protest safely. I want them to have a uh, washcloth and snacks and stuff, but they tell you to bring water for drinking and tear gas and to wear heat resistant gloves. And I'm like, sounds like y'all are getting ready for some violence. That is not a safe protest. That's not, or at least that's not a protest I would want to be involved in. There's a saying. I wouldn't want to be near any of that. The left likes to post a meme where they say, to look who's starting a riot, to, to look at uh, who is starting a riot, look who came dressed for the riot, and they show riot cops. And then I'm just like, mm. uh-huh. That's you. Uh-huh. And you're also wearing masks with heat-resistant gloves and showing <laughs> mm-hmm. up with sunglasses and, and bricks and bats and stuff. Yeah, you're you're both. The right. cops wouldn't be there wearing riot gear if rioters weren't showing up. Exactly. Yeah. But they no. do show up, which creates a precedent. 
And now the police will show up in riot gear regardless. Speaking of AOC, she was just arrested this week. Um, Faking being handcuffed. Well, well, first off, they were late. Did she have her heat-resistant gloves when she was arrested? (laughs) She did not. Oh, she didn't read her own crap. She didn't. She forgot. Come on, man. Well, they were laying in the street. They were laying across the road. These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. The Capitol Police asked them three times, Congresswoman, would you please get out of the road? You may get run over. They refused. Yeah. And so the police were escorting them out. But here's something, you guys. I want everyone to know. You can go to cuffthesquad.com and send AOC or Ilhan Omar some handcuffs. Oh, my gosh. Really? (laughs) So for those that don't know, they, they pretended to be handcuffed. They did. They pretended. So send her some. See, there's her picture. Now, also, I want to point out it was like 93 degrees at the time. It's very warm. It is warm. She's wearing a lot. And she doesn't look sweaty. They're both wearing dark clothing, long sleeves. Nondescript clothing. Yeah. And a green scarf uh, for the group that George Soros funds. Interesting. Yep. That was out in the news today. Mm. It was an an organized effort with a George Soros-funded group. Uh, the green scarves? Yeah, the green scarf. I forget the name of the group, but it's out in the news. And um, the whole thing was organized. So we... Want them to have handcuffs because they don't have any there when yeah. they're faking their they arrest. Need their right. They if need they, them. Yeah. Cuffthesquad.com. If they had their own, they could have taken the cuffs out, put them on behind it, their own backs. Their and, photos would have been a lot better yeah. for their fundraising yeah. emails. It would have been, it would have been, been <laughs> seamless. Yeah. Just blood, Yo, big this, blood smeared across their yeah, face. Yeah. This one right. really, this story really pissed me off. It is it a brazen and blatant attempt at, they know the media will protect them. Mm-hmm. AOC can go on Colbert and make up nonsense about the Civil War. Did you see that one? No. She she went I don't, on, wa- I don't watch Stephen no Colbert. Does. You know, I respect it. I I have to watch it because it's you know, like I'm trying to you know she, she she made an appearance. I want to see what happened. Right. She said the craziest thing ever, and you know I think it was Seamus who mentioned it was a total Chad move to go on <laughs> national television and just lie like that. He's not wrong, but uh, she said. She's like, look at what happened in the Civil War. The Supreme Court was passing rulings that was hindering Lincoln's, uh, taken over, the Confederacy taken over the Supreme Court and was hindering Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. Like with Dred Scott, which said that black people couldn't be citizens. So what did Abraham Lincoln do? He passed, he signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Okay. Dred Scott happened like six, was it four or so years before Lincoln became president? The Confederacy did not take over the Supreme Court. The secession happened before Lincoln became president. And the Emancipation Proclamation was two years after he became president and had no effect whatsoever on Dred Scott. Mm -hmm. But she just lies. The media doesn't do anything about it. So when she faked having handcuffs on and the photos came out with her hands behind her back and I saw all the people on Facebook and Twitter being like, why are they cuffing her? Why are they cuffing her? I'm like, what? 
a scumbag. Mm-hmm. It was I can't a, stand these people, man. Everyone should be angry because here's the deal. AOC, she she comes from New York. New York has abortion. Mm-hmm. The the women in her district have full access to abortion. Why is she laying in the street and, and faking being arrested? Ilhan Omar, Ilhan Omar, they have abortion in Minnesota. The women in her district have full access to abortion. I, I mean, it's fake outrage. Well, and that's the thing. It's like if you truly believe in your cause Mm -hmm. you should be able to argue it without fake publicity stunts and me as someone who is pro-choice it's like this just makes us look stupid i would so Mm -hmm. much rather you have a conversation about why than a publicity stunt for your instagram or your tiktok or whatever i agree which and i see we can't agree that that's going to be the soundbite by the way they use against me just you looking at me going i agree and they're gonna be like canceled i I Uh, love you jane i I love you so much um (laughs) that's gonna be the sound yeah i think i I did it okay so i do uh he's gonna regret oh you're far right no 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 politics flows in one direction yeah if a person on the left stand next, stands next to a person on the right, it proves the person on the left is right, is a right winger. Yeah, right. we should have a picture of me and you, and then it just says, she becomes progressive. Why yeah. can't that happen? It, it's, it's a, Look at her going to the left. If, if you- I'll if, stand on the left and you stand on the 100%. right. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the math, right? If one person, Stands next if a person if, if a progressive stand next to a conservative, people will be like, "Look at this! They're hanging out with conservatives. They're right wing." Yeah. But what if it's one one liberal standing next to two conserv uh, two conservatives? Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What if it's a conservative standing next to two liberals? Are both liberals now conservative? Hmm. Now or did like, the two liberals kidnap the conservative? Or like, but, how but, no, many no, liberals equals one conservative? Exactly. This is, this is solid. Oh, so this is this is some this. common core math going yeah. on. Here. <laughs> imagine one conservative guy in yep. the middle. With five Antifa around him and he has his arm around their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Are they going to say those Antifa are all right wing? All of them? No, they're going to say they kidnapped, they kidnapped him. And oh, it, absolutely. Yeah. Antifa kidnapped <laughs> yep. conservative. So yeah, it, I don't know. Point made. Well, so I, um, uh, want to circle back to abortion. He says regretfully. Oh, I miss Jen Saki. She was so good. Uh, the circle, circle back. back yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I liked her. I liked her way better than, than Kareem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's let's Tim do this. Though. I, we actually we actually have a story here that we can uh, okay. we, we can get All into. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, from TimCast.com, YouTube to remove videos containing false claims and unsafe instructions regarding abortion. Quote: We prioritize connecting people to content from authoritative sources on health topics. Now, this is interesting. This is censorship about false claims and unsafe instructions regarding abortion. Is that actually helping conservatives? No, no think about it. The Vice magazine, Vice, their website, published an article on taking horse medicine to induce abortion. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. What? You, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I so thought we're supposed to be against horse medicine. That's what medicine. I was going to say. Only if, Joe, Ro- on. only if we, Joe Rogan says it. We are against horse medicine. <laughs> are we <laughs> against it? Or are we? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're not anymore. So there's a funny meme. <laughs> and it's up. called the uh, horse, it's called the horseshoe uh, medicine theory. And it's uh, up, it's on the right. It's ivermectin on the left. It's I forgot what it's called. You guys know what it's called? Yeah, it's like an antibiotic. Kind of no, it was like an antacid or something, or I don't know, induces abortion. And then in the middle was Bojack Horseman. But it's <laughs> like Vice actually ran that. So think about what's happening right now. You've got red states banning abortion. YouTube enacts a censorship policy that's going to stop progressives and liberals from giving advice on how to induce abortion or seek it out in these states. Wow. So that's actually... So maybe YouTube's kind of against the baby killing, or where are we going? I think YouTube's always been scared of liability. They should be. That's it. 
So that's why when you get claims from the right about ivermectin, they're like, no, no, shut it down, shut it down, because someone would sue them. Now you've got progressives who are going to be like, here's how you induce an abortion. And they're like, no, 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 shut it down, shut it down. Yeah, but this is where corporate communism comes in. I'm very much against censorship. So, you know, what's really amazing is I believe in people and I believe in their intelligence. And I believe if you allow them, if they can read as much as they can and see and see people debate and argue and share ideas, guess what? People are going to figure out the truth. Yeah. So Can't so let's that. let's take this. What if YouTube didn't censor all that stuff and they're putting out and you know how pro-life I am and you have them people putting out stories about how to self-induce an abortion, which I think is horrific. They die. They would die. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful. But then you would also have people trying to save their lives on YouTube saying this this will kill you. Don't do this. It's not going to just kill your baby. It's going to kill you. And and you. T- so the, I suppose the issue is. I mean, we don't want anyone to take a a drug and and, and kill themselves, and that's horrific. But and that's an extreme example. But when you allow people to debate ideas instead of cover it up, yeah. You know what? It's the truth is going to get revealed. So I totally agree with you on that free speech point. That's why free speech is so important to debate the real ideas. Um, I'm still in shock that me and you went for the same horse joke at the same time. And I'm like, damn it. Now we are friends. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I really You're like. You're going to stop all the rumors about me, Jamie. I know. This is a, that, that's my goal. I, the, that is my goal. That's awesome. Um, the, the other thing I liked that you said was the anti-war comment. Mm. Because to me, being truly pro-life is pro-life if you're if you're pro-life when it comes to abortion you in my opinion pro-life is also anti-death penalty it's anti-war it's you know all these things it's a stance on abortion no 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 but like if you're taking it as a bigger uh a bigger picture no because i think that's what aboutism because it's like oh you're pro-life well what about this social issue i i hold dear to me and this one and this one and this one and if you don't agree with me on all of those well, then you're not pro-life, are you? Well, I take back my one compliment, Marjorie. Uh, no, I, no, I, I really do think that like, if you take it out of an abortion context, right? We, so you could flip it, it the it other way. Look, only in the abortion context. We, though. we, we at TimCast.com had an editorial meaning and we do not use, to the best of our abilities, we uh, uh, refrain from using the terms pro-choice and pro-life in these, in these contexts because it does not adequately explain what's happening in, in many of these protests. So there were a bunch of protests. Some people were out there being like, we're pro-choice. Yeah. And it's like, what does that mean? Because all that results in is like, you got people who are, who are for a vax mandate. And mm-hmm. then the inverse argument happens. Well, if you're really for pro-choice, then you have to support my right not to take medic- medication. Right. And the left doesn't do it. Right. And then the left says, well, if you were really pro-life, and then I'm like, that doesn't matter. Right. Are you for abortion or do you oppose abortion? Sure. The, the pro-choice group was actually advocating for the expansion of abortion, mm. and the right group was arguing for the re- rescinding of access, or I should say a, a, a reduction in access to abortion. So we just say pro and anti-abortion. Cool. I will mm-hmm. rephrase. I like that you're anti-war. And I am. I am anti-war. I like that a lot, and I think a lot of people on the left probably don't know that, especially as the left is advocating for war. My question on abortion, and I mean this like it's not a gotcha thing, like I legitimately want to know, is if abortion was banned, when you were talking about those YouTube videos and obviously women would get hurt, right? If they try to induce their own abortion because you're watching, I can barely learn a song on guitar watching YouTube tutorials, let alone am I going to figure out how to perform an abortion? Um, Which would be awful. It would not be, be good. Awful. So my question we is... We don't want anybody to do that. What, no one should do that. What do you do? Like, what is your solution for those cases? And I, I don't care about percentages. Let's say it's one for those case of... 
a child being raped for the for the case of incest is what is the answer because i don't know right what, what's the answer for what happens a lot of times with prohibition where it's mm-hmm. still going to happen but it's going to happen unsafe like what do we do about those situations if because i do believe that you're pro-life for like i believe that you well there's a really there's a really simple argument because we've had this conversation like 50 billion times um banning murder you still have murders so right so if the idea is that an abortion is wrong and it's a murder and people decide to go and just try and commit it in an unsafe way it's like that's gonna happen no but i i i I, I just want to know because you did make that point about how you want to help women as well so like Mm -hmm. what would you do if abortion was legal to help those women well tim just made a really good point we murder is illegal and people are getting murdered every day so, and we can't, we don't have a perfect world and it's impossible to control everything and stop anything bad from happening to anyone. We wish we could, but it's impossible, right? So, and, and a child being raped, incest is wrong. All of that stuff are horrific and occasionally they happen. And so that's why there's some people have different levels of what they think is right and wrong for abortion. I still believe in life at conception. I really do. But, but, and then on rape, now this is what happens. When a woman is raped and if she goes to the hospital right away, yeah. they typically give her a plan B pill. That happens it, 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 almost in every single instance when a woman goes to the hospital and there's an extensive uh, process for the woman to be treated. So that is like it's well, such well, a small percentage. Well, real quick, does plan, plan B prevents conception? Plan B prevents, uh, prevents implantation. implantation. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying I'm for that. I'm just saying that's what happens when women are raped. Are so, women informed that they're given that pill? Yes, they are informed when they go to the hospital that they're given that pill. Okay. Um, so just letting you know how rare it is. If a woman is really raped and she goes to the hospital for it, I think most women are taking it. Um, but there's also some amazing stories. Oh my gosh, you meet some of the most beautiful people and hear their stories that were born out of rape. And, and, and wow, those are some strong women to, to give, to, to have that child that was born out of a horrible, horrible situation. But I will say this, abortion was not legal until what was it, 1973? Yeah. So imagine how many people have lived during the, since the beginning of time because there weren't abortions. Well, and that's why whenever you get people on the left who sound like they're pro-abortion, not the safe, rare, and legal, but just like, you know, all willy-nilly about it, like I, I'm never going to be on that side. The reason that the word choice for me is so important is because of those rare circumstances. You know what I mean? And that's where I just go, it's so hard for me to fully commit over to the other side when you hear, you know, terrible stories about things that happen to, you know, kids. And then you just go, I, I don't know. It's so hard. It's well, so hard. I, I I think it's absolutely insane that we've gotten to the point where there's advocacy for uh, post-viability abortion. Because oh yeah, elective, totally. contraceptive, post-viability abortion to me just sounds like insane. It is insane. You, you mean you can deliver the baby? It can be C-section. You can induce labor, and the baby can live. But mm-hmm. you want to kill it anyway? Uh, that's just—I'm sorry. Oh, it's too much. It's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, yeah. it's like it's such a thing you can't even comprehend it. But really, you—you you, to—I think we forgot. I think so many people have forgotten that before 1973 there was an abortion, 
And and we've over 63 million people have been killed in the womb. And you have to ask, who are those people? Who would they have been? Isn't it five? And times? how would of our how would our society be different? If they were here with us, what if they were higher, all higher, the bad people? It's, uh, well, I don't, it's actually, I don't think they were. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. Five times more likely to be black. No. I believe. Oh, yeah. I believe it's five times more likely. It is truly black genocide. It it's really absolutely is. insane to me. And just it's the, awful. W- the way that you can have the conversation, I think, is so important. Where it's just we are lacking empathy. Right? It's either you are pro women dying or pro babies dying. If you just look at it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and I think just having that second when you hear a story, and this is with all issues, not even just abortion, when there's a school shooting, everyone, I, we don't live in a world anymore where when a tragedy happens, we can all take a deep breath and actually feel empathy mm-hmm. for the people who were actually hurt or for the woman who was raped or for, you know, all these stories. We immediately have to go, what is our side saying? How well, can we I blame the Republicans? How can we blame the Democrats? And that's where I think we're losing our soul. I got I to gotta tell you, you know, as someone who's been traditionally liberal and pro-choice, I do not see that from the right. I see. No, I'm saying in general. But but I don't I don't hear uh, it's the Democrats fault. How can we blame them? Yeah. I hear you, like like uh, I, I put you know what? Let me see if I can pull something up on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me let me pull up the old Tim cast Instagram. I think it was the last thing I posted. All right, is it going to give me the business? Let's see if I can. Uh, I'll get it. I'll well, get it. Here I we think, go. Take, okay. take a look at this. Okay, let's go. So we show this all the time: the oh, ground right. news bias. Mine is is left leaning, but there's a thirty percent right. Yeah. Batya uh, Unger Sargon of Newsweek actually more right wing than left wing. And then we have Ben Shapiro, thirty nine percent left, forty eight percent right. And then you have the NBC News team, just all completely left. I don't hear that when it's like there's an argument happening. The right says. Guys, let's let's figure this out. Let's compromise. And the left just says you're you're far right and crazy, and I won't listen to you. Especially the, the, after Roe was overturned, think about all of these pro life advocacy groups and crisis pregnancy centers that were getting targeted mm-hmm. after that. I feel like that's all being perpetrated by the left and by pro abortionists. Well, yeah, well, it's and not Elizabeth Warren wants to to shut them yeah, they down. Yeah, they want to literally she, ban them. This is a senator. She thinks yeah. they don't have the right to exist in these pregnancy resource these centers. These are run by women. The entire pro-life to help movement women. is run by women. For free. To help women. And For I, free. I volunteered at one of them, and they had fake appointments booked all the time by these pro-choicers who wanted to sabotage the purpose of that place, which is mm-hmm. all volunteer-based So, by, by the way, can I tell you, mm-hmm. as a, a dude <laughs> on the left... What I heard about those places, so I know nothing about those places, straight up. Like, I, I, I would ask you who worked there. Um, but what we heard on the left, all I knew was essentially, oh, those are the places that trick girls who want to get abortions and pressure them into having the baby. That's like the talking point There's no that trick. I got. No, 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 yeah. but like that's. Yeah, they like give carriages and like formula. Yeah. And they help them sign up for government oh, services. Free ultrasounds. Free ultrasounds. Yeah. Uh, free resources, free counseling. The counseling Monsters. is, is yeah, framed terrible. as, like, we're going <laughs> to trick you into not getting an abortion. There right. were plenty of clients who walked out all the time saying, like, no, I think I'm still going to get an abortion. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we And then you tied you. them down. We until, love you. Oh, and, okay. it, you know, <laughs> that's, like, we can't stop you, but, yeah. like, we love We can't you stop you, but we can you. lock these doors. <laughs> they were like, we actually have this room no. here you can stay in. Yeah. <laughs> Doors lock for, for nine, nine months. months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That does not happen. <laughs> no, but I mean, but 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 this is what I'm talking about, right? Where it's like, and I'm sure, by the way, 
there are pro-choice people who would make points, I hope, about sex education or about things like that that maybe you guys would agree with or maybe pro-life people would agree with. And when I hear what those centers really are, I go, okay, man, well, I guess I was wrong about that. Mm. And I just wish we could have more conversations like this where it's like the goal should be less suffering, period. Whether that's for babies, whether yeah. that's for women. And then you take people who disagree and you go, how do we get there? This is, I agree. It's not and you want to know something? Yes. I enjoy you being in this conversation because I Damn think right. men should be in the conversation because you want to know something? Being a father is also so important. Why, and why don't men get a say? Think about the choice that's taken. Why has fathers? it taken me since 40 years old to hang out with conservative women? This rule. <laughs> that's right. I am important. You guys hear that? Follow me on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Well, I wonder if uh, a lot of what we see with, you know, look, it's like two-thirds, 70% of millennial females are Democrat voters. Mm. So I wonder how many of those guys are just like, whatever you say, I'll say whatever I have to say to hook up with you, right? I don't know, but I passed by a whole table full of them last night <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> and I have to tell, tell you, I got to tell you guys what happened. <laughs> so, so, so we're in this restaurant. We got there. They had a little American flags lining the sidewalk. I was like, I think I'm going to be safe here. <laughs> So <laughs> we're hanging out, have a great time, but we're walking out and we're walking by the patio and there's a, a large table of, yeah, millennial age women mm-hmm. and all. What tipped you off to them? Was there, the, when you saw them, were you like, oh? No, I wasn't like, oh, it was, they were like, oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, she's horrible. Oh my God. I can't believe that's MTG. Blah, 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 blah. Jeez. And I was like, oh boy, so, here we go. And then they started, they were throwing the names and making the comments. So I just turned around to him and I said, Hey, thanks for voting for Biden. <laughs> are the inflation? It's great. Gas prices. I can't afford them. Thank you guys are doing awesome. Your president, he's the best. You guys did great. And they were like, ah, they're yelling at me. And I said, I hope you all have babies. I hope you all have babies. I can't wait. You should be a mom. Everybody be a mother. Have a baby. And then I left, and then, oh, that they were unglued. The fact unglued. that your heckle line is, I hope you have a baby, is so funny to me. But, it's but, what hits home for those women the most. Right. Those yeah. city-living, late... I just want to write a blog. I don't want to have a baby. No, I just want them to be happy. Yeah. No, they're so bitter because they, they But don't think have about that. how they're targeted, though. They, they were encouraged to have a career, mm-hmm. and then the company they work for is probably some corporation or, or a big one, like the federal government, because it was in Washington, D.C., If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Yeah, and, but think about this. What are, what are corporations doing right now? Paying for abortions. Abortion vacations. Stingy on parental leave too. Oh, yeah, man. but you want to know yeah, what's more difficult the for right the employer? For. That, that, that maternity yeah. leave. Yes. Yeah, dealing well, with those, them missing to go to all their doctor's appointments. So we, we, we hmm. uh, a couple of things. One is apparently companies that are doing that are getting sued because men say it's a discriminatory practice to offer a benefit to only females. Yeah. But uh Oh so, yeah, I should get a vacation just to knock people no, up. No, 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 no. Oh, the okay. the idea is this. If I'm just going to try to balance a, a it. guy. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> sorry, sorry. A guy should be able to go to the company and say I think I got a woman pregnant and she needs an abortion, so pay for it and they should have to do that as well. 
Otherwise, it's a discriminatory practice to only pay for abortion services for female employees. So are you into employees. depopulation? Is that what's going on here? This sounds here, very World Economic here Forum at to me, Tim. Timcast, <laughs> we will not pay for our female employees' abortions. That's good we will job. give them unlimited maternity and paternity leave for the men because we trust the people who work here legitimately want to work here. And if they need time with their children, they're allowed to have it. All right. Well, I guess that L.A. trip I told you about next week is off. <laughs> Well, I'm not paying for abortion services, but if you have a kid, go take care of your kid and we'll yeah. let us know when you're, when you're good. <laughs> so, uh, it's not like we have a big company, but we do have, you know, a, a lot right. of employees and then family issues have come up and I'm like, take as much time as you need. Mm. I, I trust that the job you do is something you're passionate about. And if you're not, then maybe you shouldn't be here anyway. Mm-hmm. So just go, go do your thing and then we'll figure it out. And then if we don't hear from them for a couple of weeks, I'll be like, how are you? How's it going? Let us know when you're ready. I think, you know, maybe it's too trusting. A lot of big corporations don't want to do that because they don't trust their employees. And a lot of employees probably would would, would exploit that. But I don't know. Maybe I will I'm say just stupid. the care you have for us is insane. That's very – he, he also – I, I will also say he doesn't take compliments well. Um, don't get mushy. Don't oh. you tell me I care about man. Oh, my <laughs> God. He, <laughs> he walks us – he walks us in the IRL studio. Well, he only walked – He'll give us any food. He only locked you in there for nine months. Yeah, nine fair. months. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was the rule. Uh, I, 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 will, I give you bacon. Tim Tim will text me like really good news. Like, hey, we're going to do this. And I will write him the sappiest response where I'm just like, this has been a dream of mine and I've been through so much. And then his response is just like, see at five. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> or K. Okay. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of that. We're having a love fest here tonight. Everybody's, everybody's all sweet. All right. So let's talk about what's happening on the January 6th. <laughs> What a segue. Well, yeah. Everyone's yeah. all sweet. Yeah. January 6th. Well, it's Where's time to spice camera? it up. Come on. Yeah. Hard cam. Hard well, cam. Well, what's going on in January 6th? So they had an 8 o'clock uh, primetime hearing tonight, which is, uh, I'm sure, already started. And it was all about the one. It's supposed to be about the 187 minutes that Trump did nothing uh, uh, to stop the riot. Oh, uh, okay. That's what it's about. But... So I brought my notes because I had to I had to make notes for this. I'm gonna Would you say that? Uh, uh, let, let, let me let me preface mm-hmm. this. Yeah, uh, I'll ask you a question the way a CNN reporter would ask the White House press secretary. <laughs> <laughs> they would say, um, "Congresswoman, mm-hmm. we know for a fact that the January 6th committee lies. They <laughs> lie often and they smear innocent people. Uh, notably, wait, uh, this is CNN. No, no, oh." Yeah. So, so well, how they would ask the question, right? Oh, okay. So, so we know that the Democrats and the January Sixth Committee are lying about everything. Um, can you comment? Oh, well, that doesn't sound like CNN because well, no, 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 no. But they do the inverse That's of that. Style, yeah. Oh, they'll the say inverse, okay. They'll they'll go out and they'll they'll give the answer to the question to the That's press secretary. Not normally how they talk to me, no. but <laughs> they'll say they'll say uh, uh, we know that Donald Trump committed these crimes and these crimes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, so thank you for your time, and they'll sit down. Oh yeah, no, like, there it is. What? And then they just flow in to give all the information. They yeah. they 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 present the uh, the answer in their question mm. for the, the the White House. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, they my, frame my point it. is Well, you have to do that for Corrine because uh, she she needs that help. They they have to feed it really to her. She's really bad at this. this is, like, she's uh, terrible. Jen Secchi was actually a, a good spin doctor. She was great. Yeah. Like the the she she was a good spin doctor. Corrine mm. is just like Someone asks a question about Biden doing something horrible, and she go, "Oh, he did." Yeah, she's like, <laughs> Wait, she's like flipping that. through the book. Uh, 
yeah, no. I, I, they're, they're going the plausible deniability route. They're yeah. like, don't I, tell her anything because then she can't get caught in a lie. Absolutely. Well, so, no, so, so, I mean, all, what would you do if you were her? I would run off stage every day crying. <laughs> so, but in all, in all seriousness, though, look, uh, I'm obviously bitter because Jamie Raskin included me to defame me in his evidence but uh so so tell us what's going on and and what's happening with these these current lies well i think that what they're missing is someone that's really important to the entire day and that's ray epps Ah, they want to blame president trump they want to say that he caused it he told people to do it but you know ray epps is on camera telling people to do it literally january 5th he's on video telling people to go in to the Capitol. Can I, can I just, can I just, uh, to get personal, mm-hmm. they include a clip of me reading a Fox News article and, and, and claim that was me promoting Trump's protest and they not once have shown Ray Epps literally telling people to storm the Capitol. No, but they showed you. So yeah. they, they slandered you and, and they mm-hmm. made you as if you were part of, of organizing this, this event that's supposed to be the worst day in these American are, these history. These are evil people. Yeah, you should sue them. You can't. Speech and debate clause. Oh, yeah. Speech and debate. That's yep. right. Yeah. Maybe so. we should bring you <laughs> in, Tim, when we get our turn, when Republicans take back the House. Well, I can certainly talk to that and be like, here's a video of me reading a news article and mm-hmm. then them accusing me of. Yeah. We know. should give you the opportunity to set the record straight because that's not fair. I mean, how many times have you guys been swatted? I- I'm sure that people think that you're somehow part of some crazy insurrection or something. I I, I think there are a lot of people who... um you know, Jamie was saying this. It's the it's the Democrat version of the Fox News dad, I guess you called it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the people who turn on CNN, CNN and MSNBC and then they sit there with their eyes glazed and their drool pouring out of their mouth mm-hmm. and they just believe everything uncritically without challenging it. Yeah. And then right. they're they're they live in the conspiracy world. Well, and we still yep. they bl- believed Jesse Smollett and and we're supposed to they're holding a panel together. Yeah. And they're the people who believe Jesse Smollett. Come on, they can't govern. I mean, Are you pe- nuts? People yeah. forget the the rise of Fox News happened after September 11th, and MSNBC was you know had had anti war voices on mm. like Phil Donahue, right? And immediately when Fox News became popular, and they go, okay, we need American flags, we need patriotic music, we can't have any war. And suddenly, you know, the only debates you saw against the war, it would be like a five-star general on the right, and then on the left, it would be like Janine Garofalo. Like, it would just be like these, like, terrible, just like Mm. smash debates to make the anti-war left just look like a couple actors, right? Right. And so then MSNBC... And CNN, they had to play catch up because Fox News was getting all the ratings, was just smashing them. Mm-hmm. And so then they became, uh, you know, at first they sort of became the, the, the adversaries for Fox News. Mm-hmm. And then when I would say like probably when like Obama got elected, they just became, okay, now we're not necessarily going to push back. Now we're just, but just party lines, whatever mm-hmm. that is. But it was the, the exact same tactics, the exact same music, the exact same big personalities, the exact same stifling dissent, blah, 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 blah. Uh, all the networks do it now. It's the yep. same, but we're so used to, because Fox News was first, we're so used to just going, ah, Fox News, ah, that's classic Fox News, Fox News. But what we don't realize on the left is, no, 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 MSNBC. See, They're hard left. They, yeah. They've all done it. I wouldn't no, no, say- look. MSNBC is crackpot conspiracy nonsense. Big time. Fox News has some like, 
you, you've, you, with Fox News, you've gotten a bit of Tucker Carlson being like, where's Ray Epps? What does this mean? And the media comes out and says he's a conspiracy theorist bringing yeah. up Ray Epps. And Attacking it's like, him no, constantly. No, he's not. But on MSNBC, they entertained uh, Rachel Maddow was like, Russia, 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 Russia for mm-hmm. three years. She nearly cried when the Mueller report came out that Trump didn't do it. It's crazy. You, remember, you see that video? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> it's like, wow, your whole life is breaking in front of your face. Maybe that- you should have actually done research instead of just lying. Yeah, but the thing is, is, is really a lot of news doesn't represent regular people and how we think. So I've been a Republican all my life, but when, when we went into Iraq looking for weapons of mass destruction, I was sitting here going, why are we going in Iraq? They were from Saudi Arabia, the 19 terrorists. And then I'm like, well, where's the weapons of mass destruction? Did you ever find any? No. Nope. So everybody's that, going I, I, like, what are we doing? I, I mean, I asked those questions. What are we doing that? I, I hated it the I, whole time. And this is people got so divided. I remember any time I criticized the war, even from the left, they would go, you're anti-troop. And what I always explained no, is, you're no, you're not no, anti-military. That is a pro-military that is stance. pro-military yes, and pro-American. I don't want you yes. to die because some politicians don't know what they doing. No. they're doing. That is, especially when they come home and they're not treating PTSD oh and they're not God, getting the benefits awful. they deserve. It's like being anti-war. And they're missing me, limbs. Yep. That is and they're, a, they're changed forever. A hundred percent. And it's, Jamie's far right confirmed. He's agreeing with Marjorie. Uh, <laughs> how about how about my favorite uh, when Barack Obama drone bombed a 16 year old American kid? I mean, it's just the Obama administration. They called him Obama. It's amazing. They called him the deporter in chief. Mm-hmm. I pulled this up on, on my segment earlier today because we have we have other news too. we'll get into in a second that Joe Biden's approval rating aggregate is lower than Trump's lowest point. So Biden has broken what? the record. This is the most popular he's number one. in well, history. Well, he's number I want, one. I want to put a tag on that. But, so I was looking at uh, news. Obama was 42% positive coverage, 20% negative. Mm. And he literally executed an American citizen without charge or trial. The media is derelict in this country. Absolutely. During the, uh, during the, remember when mm-hmm. o- the only scandal in this country was a tan suit? <laughs> I remember when he killed a kid. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. uh, now the media has gone beyond derelict and now they're complicit. Now they're actively engaging in the psyops and the manipulation of the American people to defend criminals. They Hunter are. Hunter Biden, for instance. Absolutely. Hunter Biden, both of them. So I've been introduced articles of impeachment you over and over and so over. so excited when we brought up Hunter Biden. Yeah. You lit up in your chair. That was great. I can't believe it. Yep. You want to know something? I have to tell you all something. Yep. Remember the iPhone leak that just happened recently? Hunter well, Biden's iPhone I- leak. iPhone and iCloud, I think both, right? Yes. Someone, it was in the middle of the night, someone sent me a telegram channel and people had loaded that thing up with contents of his iCloud and iPhone. And I saw things that I, I, I wish, they're like nightmares in my head now. I'm not kidding you. The man was always naked. Sure. Um, had sex with I, I don't know how many women. Uh, uh, women of the night. All kinds of women. But, but there's, there's several videos that I, Cannot get over. And, and this is where it's so upsetting. This was like your clockwork orange. They were, and I, you know, they were probably 14 to 15 years old. Whoa. Mm. But is that all confirmed? That is me, what I saw with my eyes and making my own judgment. I can't confirm it. You got to you gotta just give all, to, all the, I'd say give to the FBI, but I'm not no, sure. No, you want to know what happened? While I was going through the horrific things, and I'll tell you, there was a picture of a boy in a bathtub that had to be preteen, somewhere in early teens, preteen. And we don't know if these are real. 
No, I, they're, they looked 100% real. They were from, but while I was going through it, the entire channel got wiped clean. Mm-hmm. Everything disappeared. Jeez. And was that Telegram that did that? I don't know. I can't tell you to this day. Now, I would never have saved any of that stuff on my phone. You want to know why? Hmm. You'll get in trouble. Yes, it's yep. illegal. I remember people posting that, and it was, like, publicly available. I didn't click on it because I knew it. Was just yeah, it's horrible it, stuff. Like, it's horrible stuff. I feel like the, the crack and the prostitutes and everything like that is just a distraction from the political corruption, though. Right, yeah. Well, doesn't the drug use actually make Hunter Biden more human? Like, you actually feel yeah. sorry for him because I, I start drugs to, yeah. are horrible. Yep, 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 yep. Drugs are horrible, and they do horrible things to people. But having sex with minors? Of course. No. No. That's illegal. No, it's but wrong. then people focus on one thing. They're like, you're degrading this person for having a drug problem. And like, yeah. Then it's just but a complete Do you know how many people have issue. seen all that? People in power, people with yeah. positions that can do something about it, and no one does anything? It's, yeah. it's, that is, that's the part that that's I can't scary. take. But there's even more to it. There's the same way there's that kind of content. There's also information on business deals and mm-hmm. banking information and with foreign countries. And this is the president of the United States son that and Joe says that Hunter is the smartest guy he knows. Like, why are we all in this situation? That is my question. As an, as an American, why as American citizens, why are we all in this situation? And, and, and why does, why does our media protect it? Well, Let's jump to this uh, big news. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a historic day today. Oh boy! The latest Quinnipiac poll came out showing Joe Biden's approval rating is at 31%. When you add this to the latest aggregate numbers, Mm. Joe Biden's approval rating right now in the Real Clear Politics average is 36.8. Add in the 31% and it drops down to 36.2. It is a historic day because... Donald Trump's lowest point was 37.1. That's right. Joe Biden, or is it 30? It's 37.0. Sorry. I thought it was 0.1. 37 is the lowest point. Joe Biden's approval rating right now in aggregate, all of the polls combined, is lower than the lowest point Trump ever experienced in his presidency. Mm. This means, objectively, historical record, Joe Biden is, to the American people, a, a worse president than Trump. Wow. Now, I think mm. the thing about Trump is I actually think Trump was one of the best presidents we've had. You look at the economic indicators in 2018 when uh, he, when when Democrats won a bunch of seats. Really great economy. Jim Cramer, of all people, best numbers of our lives. Mm. A lot of good things from Donald Trump. Now you can talk about decorum. Fine. Joe Biden across the board. Inability to speak. No decorum. Sniffing children. No decorum. Uh-huh. I will take Trump being a potty mouth. And I'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. But then Joe Biden sniffs kids. Yeah. Then he destroys the economy. He presides over one of the worst economies in the history of this country. Record inflation, record soaring gas prices. Hype, it's just food shortages are coming. Mm-hmm. War in Eastern Europe. The, the surrender of Afghanistan. No question. Even with Donald Trump, according to Pew, only receiving around 5% positive coverage. Mm. He still is now objectively polling has polled better than biden did isn't that something that's, biden's that's gotta go unreal he's, and it's he's only go. been it's he's only gotta been be impeached eight, he does he needs to be impeached do you think you'll be able to impeach him when when you guys win in november i think it's unforgivable to not impeach him that's how i feel and i think i think the american people feel this way 
And I think it's so I believe in accountability. I, you know, I think if someone is doing a bad job or they're intentionally doing a bad job or they're not fit for the job, you have to fire them and you have to replace them with someone that can do a better job. And right now we are in a crisis. And I'm going to go off because they impeached Trump twice. And what did Trump do for us? The Abraham Accords? Mm -hmm. Historic. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Peace in the Middle East coming. What did he do in, in peace in the whole world? He, he, he met with Kim Jong Un. And he was mocked for it. And he entered enemy territory with no security detail. One of the most tremendous things I've seen a president do in my lifetime. And with having family going back to uh, my, my, I I believe my great, maybe my great grandfather Mm. was, uh, or great, I think it was my great grandfather. Yeah, actually, was uh, uh, from the north. There was no north at the time. Mm -hmm. So the country splits. And I actually got to go and visit Seoul and see like, you know, learn, you know, try and see like where my family come from, what cities are they Mm -hmm. from? You know, having a family that came from outside of the U.S., it's a really interesting thing. Then I hear Donald Trump. He's like, I want peace. I want to end this conflict. I'm like, mm-hmm. how amazing would that be? Incredible. And he crosses the DMZ, walks into enemy territory. Mm-hmm. After all the threats and all the fear and all the saber rattling, they could have just taken him right there and held him hostage. They could have done anything. And they didn't. They didn't do it. Trump was tremendously brave for doing that. Mm-hmm. Trump had done such great things on foreign policy. He was getting our troops out of the Middle East. He was setting a timeline for getting out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden screwed that up. They impeached him twice. And he did some of the greatest things I've ever seen as someone who is just livid over the lies of Obama and his foreign policy to see the tremendous foreign policy of Donald Trump. That's right. The domestic policy was incredible as well, bringing back manufacturing. It was a great economy. But, oh, I can admit it. I didn't like the way he his attitude, but that didn't matter in the long run. Yeah. School choice, opposing critical race theory and government contracting, good foreign policy. That's this is right. a guy who needed another term and he needs another one now. I uh I thought I the worst thing that was going to happen to me was becoming pals with Marjorie. The worst thing is Tim making me like Trump for 5 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think I didn't th- that that North Korea stuff. I've never heard a phrase like that and I was like, that's like that's kind of badass. It is. And I was I was so angry yep. when they were like He's poning up to dictators. And I'm like, that's what I heard. They could have killed him. Yeah. He went to North. He went there. And have you seen the videos of the North Korean soldiers trying to steal the South Korean soldiers? Yeah. Yeah. Or the people trying to flee North Korea, getting shot and killed by the North Korean soldiers? That's right. And Donald Trump was like, let me walk in here. Yeah, dude. Dennis Rodman at least looks like he can take them physically. Trump couldn't even run away if they wanted to. Bro, I was, I I almost (laughs) cried when I saw him do that. It was amazing. I was just thinking to myself, like an, an American president foregoing security, standing next to enemy soldiers. We are still at war. The war never ended. And I was just like, wow, man. Yo, someone tweeted me that incredible. YouTube video and then also put like the 24 theme song over it and I'll watch that tonight. It's a meme. They did the <laughs> meme. They did. Kim Jong-un has a skateboard. Cause yeah. he's like, he's like gesturing. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh-huh. This is great. It's really, you, know, you know, he also moved the American embassy to Jerusalem. Yeah. That, I don't, that I don't, was, I thought that was incredible. I really did. It was incredible. He pulled us out of that Iran deal, mm-hmm. which, which the Biden administration is trying to get back into it right now. It's like everything we, it's really Obama's third I, term, right? It's Obama's third term. Yeah. And Joe Biden has no idea it's going on. The, the Abraham Accords, mm-hmm. that planes would be flying from Israel over, over uh, Islamic countries, that commerce would start. And what I heard from the former anti-war left, supposedly the current mm-hmm. one, is they go, yeah, well, everyone knows they're all secretly working together anyway. And I was like, are you kidding? You mm-hmm. couldn't fly from one country to the other. You couldn't enter one country if you had a stamp from Israel. Mm-hmm. Now you can. Now you can. That's right. It's incredible. I'm just, I'm just, you know, Donald Trump tried getting our troops out of, I think, Syria uh, it was. And 
the the uh, officials lied about how many troops were in there because the war machine will not even even listen to the president. And what happens when Biden gets in? He botches and surrenders Afghanistan, burns it, burns everything well, to the ground. Let me tell you something, Tim. This is why they hate President Trump because yep. he wasn't controlled by the State Department. And why is it that uh, Vladimir Putin didn't invade Ukraine? Why why the conflict had simmered down mm-hmm. under Donald Trump? It's because Donald Trump was actually lowering tensions globally. It's he remarkable was. to think he about. He created relationships with people like Vladimir Putin, with Kim Jong-un. He created relationships, and that created peace. But they want the war. They the, love the, the war. The, the military-industrial complex? They can't have Donald Trump. The war, Yeah, the, I've been voting no on this garbage ever since it started. No, they want it. And well, I've been amazed. I'm shocked by it. Remember when Donald Trump... It's not Trump, saving anyone's life. It's killing more people. Yep. Trump fired 59 Tomahawk missiles into Syria. Me, uh, I get mad. A bunch of the populist right people are like, like, what is he doing? Mm. And then the media is like, is this Trump's truly presidential moment? Yeah. That's how they see the world, yes. isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's something to behold. But what's happening in Ukraine should severely concern everyone. It really should. And I'll tell you why. It's we don't belong there. We're neglecting our own border. We're neglecting our own people. Our our, our economy's falling apart. Inflation's out of control. Democrats are literally destroying energy, fossil fuel industries. They want to completely wipe them out, and it will kill people. We have we we have become a great nation based on fossil fuels. We have we have air conditioning. We have we have heat in the winter time. Don't you use air conditioning against me? Oh yeah, I know, I know. I love, I love it so much. I do too. I I love air conditioning <laughs> and refrigerators. We can store food. I mean, these are all amazing things, and it and it became possible through fossil fuel energies. But the Democrats want to take it away because they're saying that carbon is the problem. Well, I think there has to be, I think there has to be a middle ground, right? Because you've said. We've gotten a lot from fossil fuels and just like you were talking about, you know, abortion was only became legal in the, in the 1970s. It's like, okay, so some things from the past are also bad, right? Like we also used to have slaves. We also used to not have, uh, polio vaccines. We also used to look like cast members of the Oregon Trail. Um, <laughs> but I think acknowledging that it's like, yeah, some, some stuff we use in excess, uh, is hurting the environment. What is that? How can we come up with alternatives for that while also not going the complete lefty route of like throw it all out. Mm. You know what I mean? Let it be market driven. And and here's the thing. So we can't rely on on wind turbines right now. That remember they froze in Texas. And now I was not- in that storm, by the way. Oh wow. I had I lived in Austin for like three weeks and I was like, ah, Texas is great. And then suddenly you had to like Sophie's <laughs> choice. Was which in like Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh that's what it was. A hundred percent. I was like, this isn't what everyone's talking about. It's just a bunch of hipsters and Joe Rogan. Uh it, it was wonderful and breakfast tacos. Uh and then yeah, within three weeks that storm happened and oh, you God. suddenly have to like I, I was like dumping chlorine pool water into the back of my toilet so I could like attempt to flush it and none of us had like it was totally it was crazy so that's a failure we can't rely on that energy it's the the it's not there yet and I'm I'm not a fan of those things I think they're gigantic and ugly and then we have solar panels overheating right now They can't provide enough electricity, and we have China and other countries moving back to coal. So, what do you we, do? We, real with quick, we we do have a, a bit a, a bit of a breaking story oh. that I want to get to in a second, but I want so I, I want I still want to ask one quick question before we move on. Is uh, who do you think for twenty twenty four? You think? I mean, obviously Trump's running. President Trump's running. He's running. So you're you're Trump he just 100%. hasn't said it yet. 
Well, we well, just he, talked about all the great reasons to have him as president, right? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, foreign policy has always been one of the biggest issues for me that, you know, uh, we have to – the sacrifice of, of Americans, uh, uh, of the bravest American men and women for corporate BS. The, Look at where we children. are right now, especially in the world. Where we are right now, we're in a dangerous place. We we are actively fighting a proxy war with a nuclear country, Russia. That that is dangerous. But but just I'm I'm curious your thoughts on DeSantis because he's the name that's popped up. I think DeSantis is fantastic. I really do. But I would I'm a little selfish. I would love to have President Trump for four years, and then I want DeSantis for eight. What about Trump? so I want twelve? What about Trump DeSantis for four years, and they, then DeSantis for eight years? They can't though, right? Because they're from the same state, and oh, a, a president right. and a vice really? president. Yep, yeah. president and vice president oh. cannot be from the same state. You and your conspiracies. I know. I didn't know that either. State New Jersey. So if he moved his residence to, to New, New Jersey, he's in New Jersey right now. Isn't he? Yeah. What if he He'd says, I'm a resident of yeah. New Jersey now? Then I What if that's why he's doing happen. it? They said, aren't they doing construction on Mar-a-Lago or something? Oh, I don't know. What a convenient story. <laughs> you know something. <laughs> you this look on your face. Lock the doors. Lock the doors. <laughs> no, I'm just enjoying listening to you guys. I think we're going to see a lot of people run. You're going to see, um, oh my goodness, we've got Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. probably Mike Pence. Who else is going to run? Christy No. Christy No, maybe. Yeah. Oh wow, good. Yeah, great. there's going to be yeah. there's, there's going to be a lot of people running, and then obviously on the Democrat ticket, there's going to be a lot of people running too. Yeah, but no one with any. <laughs> I can't wait for yeah. Gavin Newsom. It's going to be uh, so much fun. He's the worst. <laughs> Do Democrats you like him? No, uh, no, right? He's awful. Let me tell you the dark horse, and I don't think he's running, but I, it would put a, it would make it hard for Republicans. Um, but they hate him. They would never do it. Is Joe Manchin? If Joe oh, Manchin, yeah. we do, oh, we do wow. hate him. Yeah. Think about that. We have some breaking news that happened uh, about an hour ago that yeah. uh, I want to talk about. So uh, Lee Zeldin. Yeah, he's a he's a Republican rep, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's running yeah. and he's running he's running in running New York for, for the governor. Yes. Someone just tried to kill him. Yep. What? Yeah. Stab him. Someone tried to stab him and uh he's he's fine. Uh nobody got hurt. Oh, thank God. He finished his speech. He finished his speech. You love to see it. That's <laughs> pretty badass. Okay, was that away. Was that a Teddy Are Roosevelt thing? Yeah. What was it Roosevelt he got, he got like shot, shot and he was like, I have more to say. <laughs> like, I got yeah. That's awesome. Did, so, and they arrested the person. Um, I, I'm just seeing this on Twitter. Uh, after speaking on bail form, someone just tried stabbing New York Governor candidate Lee Zeldin. Yeah. Unreal. News 10 NBC New York Post. I'm not sure. Are, are we seeing more from this? I, I, I this is, oh man, Lee Zeldin's gonna win. Let's, let's, can we get some, is there any more confirmation on this? I want to be very careful here. I'm seeing from Will crazy. Chamberlain, whom I trust implicitly, but I don't have further facts. It is, it's so breaking, it's still only on Twitter, but I'm mm. sure they'll have news. I bet Post Millennial has news. Uh, it, it could be mm-hmm. some random person posting some random nonsense, you know. We're waiting for some official confirmation, uh, but I don't. I don't know if I see anything other than see some real media people just posting a photo. Wow! So I want to make sure we have uh, you know confirmation on this for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Looks like we've there's got Rochester story. first. Uh, local. Okay, yeah. there's our, we got confirmation. Zeldin attacked at uh, Parenton campaign stop. Confirmed. Confirmed. Mm. Um, let's see. He was attacked at a campaign event. Witness say he was giving a speech about bail reform. When a man got on stage, started yelling, wrestled with him a bit, and pulled out a blade. The alleged attacker was suppressed by AM Vets National Director Joe Chenley. Whoa. A witness with Zeldin after the attack said Zeldin was not hurt and took the stage again when it was over. Bravo, good sir. Heroic. Now, wow. uh, scary and disgusting. Yes. 
That's terrifying. It's horrible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank God he's okay. Absolutely. And um, and he stood stood up and gave his speech. And I, man, mad respect. Okay. Yeah. I I got some questions, Marjorie. Okay. What is the balance, right? So this conversation, great. We're talking about bringing people together. We see what happens when extreme rhetoric. I mean, this guy could just be not even political. He could just be mentally unhinged. We have no idea. The story's just coming in. But obviously, there's toxic elements on both sides right now, on both extremes. Mm. Apparently, you've said some controversial things, right? And we were talking about this before where it it's what gets attention on issues, right? But what is that line between... Like, would you get as much attention if you were like, hey, I'm just trying to bring people together, blah, blah, blah. The war is bad. I agree with the left. Here's I'm, I'm pro-life. I agree with the right, et cetera. Or like you were saying, you know, before we went on air, you were talking about sometimes this extreme rhetoric is what gets attention. But is the extreme rhetoric also think, what leads to like bombastic lunatic. is maybe a better word. Bombastic. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. I can. I'm very direct. You are. You don't have much of a filter, as they say. Well, I think that if we're going to solve problems, you have to really get down to what the what the issue is. Yeah. Do you have an example? Um. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it without getting booted off YouTube. But uh, uh, after show, uncensored. Uh, after show, uncensored. Ooh, sign up for the after show. Well, okay. So, so there's a, so here's an example. Okay. Um. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. And maybe this is the Daily Show taking it out of context. So you can correct me. Mm. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't think a lot of people like Nancy Pelosi. I wonder if that's why her husband drinks. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I question. don't yeah, know. Um, but wasn't there a, a clip on this stupid Daily Show thing I watched uh, where you were like, it's treason. And treason, you get uh, 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 killed or something like that, implying. And what everyone said was you were implying Nancy Pelosi should be killed because Nancy Pelosi uh, committed treason and the punishment for treason is death, right? Could well, that be extreme also, rhetoric? No, that, that, would be to, the, that would be the extreme punishment, but there's also prison. Right, but that's not the one you said. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't but, call for her to be killed. No, I know you didn't call, yeah. but even by, by using, like, there are so many things. I do think it's, I do think people who are elected and hold, and we swear an oath, and we, we're to defend the Constitution, we are supposed to uphold the law. 100%. And Nancy Pelosi, and, and, and I'll say Joe Biden, and, and, and many others that will not secure our border. Right. I believe that is committing treason because they are they are allowing an invasion into our country and it's breaking our laws and they are they're encouraging it they're turning their back on it and they're just washing their hands of it and at the same time Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats that want sanctuary cities where they're harboring people that broke laws to come into our country when do we acknowledge that these elected leaders that swore an oath to uphold our constitution, our laws. What do we call this? At what? What do we call it? Uh, actually, it's, I call it treason. That's a good point. I think legally, treason is providing aid, uh, or aid so, and comfort to enemies. So, but enemies have to be declared by Congress. I'm pretty sure. If so, it was like an ISIS so, sanctuary city in Delaware, well, be like, so, well, that's no, 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 not no, no, good. Look, look, there, there is a very serious problem that um, I would say the cartels are our enemies. I, I agree. And if we don't I, call them our enemies and they are enabling and, and making this happen. It's human trafficking yeah, on a scale that, you've never seen before. But it, and they also work inside our country. They, they The cartels since Biden, the Biden has taken over, 
they have they have moved into our country. This is what we've been told when I went on my border trip. And they are actually they are did, uh, there's a massive network in our country. Did you know Obama gave them guns? Yeah. The Good Fast and the Furious yeah. program, Fast you know that? Furious, yeah, that's Eric right. Holder, they gave, yeah, they gave guns to cartels. So, uh, good point, I think, if yeah. you're, if you're providing I'm not calling comfort. for the death penalty of anyone, yes. but, but, but I, but I think the American people deserve better. But, well, but, I, 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 really I want to, I want to, I want to, I just want to yeah. address, uh, uh, I want to add, add to this, uh, People, people don't understand what we hear a lot from like Tucker Carlson and people on the right is mm-hmm. that the Democrats are bringing in illegal immigrants so they can vote for them. And then the left says they can't vote. That's wrong. And both sides are wrong. When California brings in a million illegal immigrants and refuses to abide by federal law, mm-hmm. they get an extra electoral college vote. Mm-hmm. This gives California an extra congressional seat, which gives them more power to vote in Congress. That is subversion. So perhaps a seditious conspiracy, I suppose, to steal power from the other states in the union. To be fair, I don't even think illegal immigrants want to move to California right now. They, they get free health care no, under 26. I know. So uh, or there's some kind of program like that. So this is the issue, right? This is why Trump wanted the citizenship question, mm. because sanctuary states like California know they get extra seats. Well, they've recently right. lost. New York lost one because people are fleeing. But I believe that's the real game plan. Mm-hmm. You bring them in right before a census, as many as you can. You do the census. You're going to get extra votes for the presidential election. So illegal Im- immigrants don't vote personally, but that extra congressional seat, that's a solid vote. And we're talking about 538. So that is a huge, huge advantage, one or two extra votes. At, at what point are you going to see a state like Texas say what they are doing by not abiding by federal law is subverting? Now, what did we see in the first civil war? It was the Fugitive Slave Act. Mm. The South said, we have a federal law. If a slave escapes to the North, the North mm-hmm. has to return them. And the North said, no, we won't. Now, interestingly, I mean, I agree the North Which should is good. not. Right. They should not have been doing that. They should have been saying, no, yep. some things are just morally abhorrent. Yep. Think about where that brings us today. What mm-hmm. happens when they when the Republicans pass a federal law saying if a woman takes a viable, a pre, is pregnant with a viable baby and flees to a state for an abortion, the state must return her to the state of residence. And they say, no. All of a sudden now you're going to be entering the same territory. When Texas says California is violating federal law for political power, we say no. At what point, to your point, is mm-hmm. someone going to say we demand the politicians subverting this country be held accountable? And what form does that take? I think impeachment. I think Nancy Pelosi should not be allowed to run. I think she's, she forfeits office. Mm-hmm. And then we can bring in whoever else who might run the district. And you know what? Maybe even might be more progressive than she is. Don't know. Don't care. Vote forever you want, San Francisco, but get the corruption out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's correct. We have to hold people accountable because we're, we are falling apart. Yeah. We're falling apart. And, and it, that's every single, that affects everybody. Yeah. Even like there's a bunch of people that don't even vote, could care less. And, well, and they're losing. them up for sure. Yeah, that he is, did. He did. Yep. A lot of first time voters. He absolutely. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm one I'll attack the Republicans uh, sometimes more than I attack the Democrats because I feel like Republicans have, have let me down so many times. I didn't even vote for Mitt Romney. I couldn't even vote. I was like, I can't vote for this guy for Ugh, president. I mean, yeah, no. One. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't want Barack awful. Obama. My goodness. But I didn't definitely did not want Mitt Romney. That Romney thing is one more point for our friendship, buddy. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy because I voted for Trump in 2020, but not 2016. Yeah. But mm-hmm. after seeing what he did, if I could go back in time, I'd vote for him in 2016. 
Oh yeah, I, I was all in. I, I was him. unapologetically all in, like ridiculously all in for President Trump, and I still am. I love the guy, absolutely love him. Is he perfect? No. But you want to know something? As messy as our world is, and as screwed up as our country is, I want to put the meanest, toughest, most successful, proven leader in there to fix it for us all. And I think I that's what we need. I don't understand why he's not the preferred candidate of Antifa. If they really think that he is this destabilizing force who's going to go in and just gut the country, mm. they should be voting for him being like, oh, no, oh, no, it's Trump. <laughs> right? They, 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 mm. they have this belief. It's like he, the, the, the Democrats are like he's, he's dismantling our government one step at a time. He's firing people. Then Antifa should be like, yeah, ac- actually. They should. But the fight the system Antifa were also the same ones to put masks on and, and get out there and riot for the vaccines. Yeah. It was crazy watching the video of them attacking people outside of, uh, like, Antifa attacked a, uh, an anti-censorship rally. And I'm like, what? Are you pro-corporate? Mm-hmm. These, these are people protesting corporations. Then you have people protesting, protesting outside of a, a facility against mandated vaccines, uh, vaccine mandates. And Antifa attacks them too. And I'm like, they're opposing government authority. Yeah. Then I love the memes where they're like, you know, AOC saying the Supreme Court shouldn't have the jurisdiction over uh, abortion. Mm. And it's like, okay, they literally ruled that. Like, you agree with them? They said they were rescinding authority and giving back to the states. And then, but AOC wants jurisdiction transferred to a different federal court anyway. Yeah, she would just wants to completely take apart the Supreme Court. Packing the court? It's fascistic. Mm-hmm. Pack the court. That's I, I, I love, I love the, the ban the guns Democrats. Leftists, like real mm-hmm. ones, they like guns. There's like the socialist, yeah. socialist rifle association, for instance. I think killer. The ones that hate me love guns. They they <laughs> love guns so much. They called they called my husband and left a voicemail on his cell phone this past weekend and said a lot of nasty things about me and said this is what I'm going to do to your wife. Wow. And then they cocked their gun and fired it several times. I told you I was sorry about that voice memo. <laughs> <laughs> I said I don't I didn't know I had to say it on air. I told you before. Um, yeah, that's horrible, man. I'm sorry that happened. Like whenever I. Whenever I see people on the right be attacked with some of the tactics that I used to criticize on the other side, like I always want to just be like, man, that doesn't represent me at all. Like that's awful. It's awful. But and how how often have you heard the left say respect the diversity of tactics? Right. Huh. That that That's a code word for when you see people getting violent, don't try and stop them or criticize them. What? They call it respecting the diversity of tactics. It's a, it's a, a, a what does um, that even mean? Just well, I remember I, we used to like get in trouble. A, a, anyone who talked about, you know, when protests got violent, even around Occupy, mm-hmm. if someone brought up Martin Luther King Jr., that'd be like, oh, that's like a, 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 a sellout. It was a sellout tactic. If you brought up Martin Luther King Jr. and you'd say, you know, oh, he believed in peaceful protest, blah, 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 blah. Um, they would all, they would almost say that. Now it is ridiculous when even this year you see like the FBI posting like Martin Luther King Day, uh, uh, tweets and stuff. You're like, okay, that's a little ridiculous. But I, I, I think that having him as a role model is certainly not a bad thing and shouldn't be labeled as a bad thing. The, the, the diversity of tactics thing, just to clarify, the idea is that when we protest, a bunch of people will try different things. And so if, so whenever someone would show up wearing all black and throw bricks, the organizers would say, well, we respect a diversity of tactics. What? Yeah, that's, it's, it's that's nonsense. violence. It's right. breaking the law. Yeah, it's wrong. There should be no respect for that. It's well, regardless of who and just is. like you said, you get more mad at Republicans sometimes. Yeah. I feel like the left should get really mad at that because that derails you know, if you're throwing bricks through windows, now the story becomes bricks through windows, not 
was this man murdered by the police? And Absolutely. it's like, we don't want to take away from that. We, If you actually care about the problem, if you want to fix institutional racism, if you want to hold bad cops accountable and help good cops, mm. you shouldn't be throwing bricks through windows. You no. should be actually making your point. Be out in the streets. Yeah. Peacefully protest. Um, wear your heat-resistant gloves. Always <laughs> wear the gloves. Guys, right. pretend to be handcuffed and wear the gloves. The left is never going to hold their own accountable because... It's awful. I mean, I'm doing it right now, but... Well... It's, I'm. It's, I was know mad about January 6th. I was mad. Yeah, well, 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 I was well, well, upset. Yeah, I only care about I was power. scared. I was angry. I could not believe it. I was like, "What is happening? How is this happening?" Yeah, this is this is the weird. I, I couldn't believe it. The weird contradiction, though, they don't hold each other accountable, but they do falsely accuse each other. Mm. <laughs> like they, they, it's a circular firing squad, is what Obama called it. Yeah. So it's like uh. you, you'll watch someone on the left do something egregious, and they'll look at you and be like, "So what?" Wasn't but, there a famous comedian that just got? Oh yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yes, yeah. Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, Antifa threatened the venue, I guess, and then he, he, he bailed out. The left used to love Dave Chappelle. But well, why? You know? Who did he attack? What, what was the, it was what, because of his transphobic remarks, supposedly. What, so what were his transphobic remarks? Cause I get accused of that too. Uh, I mean, he's made a lot of jokes about, like, the whole trans issue. I think he's kind of pigeonholed himself in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, I don't, think they're super funny personally but like i mean obviously the left has decided that the trans issue is like taking priority right now it's the golden because it's like the ultimate lie that you have to believe Mm -hmm. in order to be part of their group Mm -hmm. um so like some of the venue staff was doing a, a strike and uh then the venue i think was just sorry that they got caught they kind of wanted to have him on under the radar and then apologize afterwards Uh, i saw their post on instagram about it saying like we want to be a safe space for everyone we're not we're not just a black box with people in it we're like a home for freedom of expression except we just canceled dave chappelle and Mm. also you know that like the next venue that is willing to overlook that is eager to have him because he sells out everywhere what 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 the left doesn't realize you know i've been doing stand-up for 20 years i've seen Chappelle perform in front of 20 people in mm-hmm. front of you know sold out crowds um what they don't understand is they're actually pushing more people to the right because there are so many comedy fans of who are fans of offensive comedy I say offensive things. I'm a fan of offensive comedy because a lot of good comedy, it comes from trauma. You know, when people, when people would ask me in interviews, like, were you the class clown? I'm like, nope, the class clown beat me up. Uh, like a lot of comics are sad, right? I remember getting into comedy because I had a really rough childhood and you'd use humor to kind of, uh, escape and same with you know um, even politics if you can make someone who disagrees with you laugh that breaks the ice and now you can have a conversation right mm-hmm. and so what's happening is comics also they don't take crap and they double down because to them comedy is the religion which means that I am constantly trying to walk that line and see how far I can take an audience where they get scared, 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 and then I'm going to hit them with a punchline, and then they're going to laugh even harder because they thought they were going to disagree. So Chappelle had like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan either, Mary, of like some of the early like trans jokes. I'm like, oh, that was kind of easy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Didn't think they were like hateful by any means. 
then he gets attacked as like the world's worst, mm-hmm. you know, transphobe, whatever, which is also not true. He gets true. physically assaulted on stage, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he gets, does the same thing that this uh, representative was yeah, doing. Yeah, man. He, he continued to say. He handled that guy. Wow. Um, and so what happened in, I don't think his last special, either his last special or second to last special, is he tells this really touching story about a trans friend of his who was a comic mm-hmm. who he would bring out on the road with him mm-hmm. and, or, or have open a couple of times. And, it was really beautiful and you could tell that was him as an artist trying to grapple with what was happening and then they just went after him harder and and and, and his friend by the way committed suicide um and he tells that in the story so it's this tragic story and it's what good art should be it's what good comedy should be it's honest it's edgy it's dealing with um the adversity that he's facing and then again they are acting like this dude wants trans people locked up they're acting like he has political power and he isn't just an artist so now he's just labeled as that and it's driving all these comedy fans away from the left because they go oh you just don't care about freedom of speech or comedy it's Mm. the it's the recurring theme of the meme where the guy's standing in the middle and then someone on the left shoves him to the right and then he gets picked up, and they're like, are you all right? And the left goes, why are you siding with them? Right. <laughs> but we gotta, we got to go to Super Chats. <laughs> so if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, mm-hmm. share the show with your friends. We are going to have an uncensored after show. We'll be live about – it'll, it'll oh, go boy. up on the website at TimCast.com at about 11 p.m. So sign up. And when you sign up, you're using Parallel Economy. It is a payment processor co-founded by Dan Bongino. It is censorship resistant. And we took PayPal off the site because – we we uh, don't like what they stand for. Now I will I will add it briefly too. There's an issue with foreign foreign uh, payments. I guess that's um, we're trying to figure out. So apologies. Uh, of course there are bugs because we just rolled it out. We're getting to it, but tons of people have already signed up. When you're when you sign up support using Parallel Economy on the site, you're supporting our work directly, but you're also supporting the infrastructure of Parallel Economy, and hopefully they take over and they take over the the, the market from PayPal. That would be fantastic. All right, let's see what you got. Doomsday Party says, hi, Tim. Hi, Tim Cast. As an agnostic atheist, I often wonder, is it possible to solve Hume's is ought problem and establish objective morality in a hypothetical world where no gods exist? Yeah, that was the most atheist question I've ever heard yeah, in I my don't life. Know. I just have to say, it takes a lot of faith to be an atheist. It does. Damn. It, it's true. You have to believe that hard that there's no God and no creator. I mean, it's, that's it, actually a lot of faith. If it's you, a, if you look at, look at nature and look at, just look at how things work. Yeah, I've never been, I, I've never been a fan. I was, when I was younger, I was very much like, there's no God, I'm atheist. Me too. And then I actually just kind of read a few books and was like, I actually have no idea. No idea. <laughs> and that, but isn't that kind of beautiful? Yeah. Right? It's like, just treat everyone good. <laughs> like, that's it. Or maybe that search that you end up believing. It's, yeah. it's okay. Like, the whole thing is a process and, but it takes a lot of faith to take a hard stance and say there's no God. All right, fine. All take right, me let's to read some more. <laughs> well, we, we can talk about it. Right. The members, uh, I love talking spirituality, religion, DMT, all that good stuff. Me too. All right. Ben D says, MTG, I want to apologize on behalf of all of MA 4th District. I know how Mr. Heisum and his staff treat you. I contact the office constantly to remind them of their unacceptable behavior. Mm. What is it? What is that about? I don't. Heisum, Hissum, is that that's the that's the chief of staff right. for the Democrat representative that uh. has been targeting me for months and months, and I want to tell the, whoever that person is, thank you wow. very very much because I have so many death threats, and for uh, months I had no idea who this person was that kept targeting me, attacking my faith, attacking my Christianity, attacking me as a woman, 
um, and, and, and my belief and my freedom of speech to say there's only two genders, male and female. So thank you so much, uh, for, for trying to hold your representative accountable. I really appreciate it. And, um, it's wrong. It's silly. It's over a sign. But the fact that, you know, they push and push and push what they think and they believe and what they want and expect all of us to just take it. But yet I am attacked constantly for standing my ground and saying, no, this is, this is the hill I'm going to die on. There's only two genders and I'm going to protect children and, and stop all this gender brainwashing stuff. You know, I've been attacked relentlessly. So thank you very much for, for trying to tell them to stop. Can I ask you a question about that? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that makes me nervous is so I've always, I mean, I started my comedy career under Bush talking about like same sex marriage. Mm. Um, anytime I see people getting discriminated against, I, the instinct to me goes, that sucks. I want to defend them, right? And, but then, and I've lost some fans on the left, um, and friends even for talking about like, I don't like the, like, I, I have trans friends. Um, but I'm like, I don't like the drag shows. I don't like the surgery stuff. The sports stuff confuses me. Um, and I think that that should be a reasonable uh, position to not be exiled from the left. It is what it is. The question is, and I saw this this week, was I posted about same-sex marriage, and somebody said I used to be for same-sex marriage, but now I'm against that because essentially I think gay people are groomers, right? So how do we differentiate between actual predators, groomers, and then just like the LGBT community at large, like the suburban husbands who are just kicking it? Well, I, first off, I, I think there's a major, there's a major difference. It's not, I don't actually, I don't want to know what people do in the bedroom together. It's their own privacy, two consenting adults. It's yeah, like, you don't need to thing. see those Hunter Biden tapes again. God forbid, no. <laughs> but, but, but sincerely though, their grooming is a real thing and, and children are so impressionable and we've got to protect kids and kids go through identity crises. Oh my God. Totally. I mean, and how many of us wanted to be something when we were 10 years old or 15 years old and then we totally changed our mind when we became adults. Yep. We got to leave kids alone, let them grow up, but you can't, this, this telling kids they can change their gender is so dangerous. It's child abuse because puberty blockers, um, these, these medications, they sterilize them. Medications, they, they hurt their health. And then mastectomies, teenage girls having mastectomies, Double, boys, yeah. boys actually having genital mutilation surgeries. Yes, yeah. that that actually, you know what that does? They have terrible issues their entire life, and it's horrific. These are things we have to we have to protect children. We have to protect children at all costs, and um, we we can't yeah. go to the place where we're teaching a lie. All right, let's read some more. We got Jason Fisher says to Mary Eric July just started his own comic book company called The Ripaverse. It would be cool to have him on Pop Culture Crisis to talk about it. Yeah, we were talking about that on the show the other day. I think it was last week. Um, I know he's been on IRL, right? He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'd love to have him. We can have him on both shows. That'd be cool. That'd be super mm-hmm. fun. You go on Pop Culture Crisis and later on totally. the Totally. And Chet Hanks. Yeah. And Chet. That, he's been in the talks. I, uh, is Chet uh, saying yes? I've been what? texting we'll with see. him. I'm we'll working. See. Are I'm you wor- serious? I'm working on it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. The second he started following me on Instagram, I frantically yes. texted Mary and Brett screenshots. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to read this comment because I want it to be brought up. Raymond G. Maga Stanley Jr. says, Marjorie, do you agree with McConnell on not wanting to impeach Biden for all his obvious crimes against the U.S.? We need action to forward the line. 
I, I just, I know your answer and I agree with it and I want to hear it again, so. Absolutely. <laughs> Impeach Biden immediately. Tim is requesting the Marjorie hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Mitch McConnell needs to go too. It is. Um, oh, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I've met Taibbi's reporting on Ukraine mm-hmm. with what Joe Biden was doing. The obvious quid pro quo. I'm sick of it. We, we need some leaders to go in there and just mm-hmm. calmly and dispassionately say, here's the allegations. Here's the filing. I yeah. love Taibbi. I haven't read those yet. The type of stuff? Yeah. I'm yeah. That's, uh, uh, Victor Shok and the prosecutor in Ukraine was actively investigating Burisma where Hunter Biden worked and Joe Biden went in and said, fire the prosecutor or I'm withholding US aid to Ukraine. Jesus. And they said, you don't have the legal authority to do that. He says, try me, call the president. Like the yeah. most obvious Ugh. illegal activity. Yeah. It's Joe it, Biden is on video saying he did it, saying this, <clears throat> saying he did it. Yeah, Lock him up. Yeah. For that reason alone, that was my first set of articles of impeachment. He's, it's abuse of power. Yeah. He's compromised. Yeah. Not the good. <laughs> all right. All right. Here's a good. Infernal Machine says, is it true as reported by The Hill that Milo Yiannopoulos is now a congressional intern for Marjorie Taylor Greene? It is true. He is an, <laughs> he is an unpaid intern. Yeah. Yes, it is true. What does he do? Working his way to the top. He does a lot. He does a lot. He's great. Wow. That's actually, I love that story. Wait, yeah. hold on. Is this not a bit? It's real. It's real. <laughs> yeah, it's legit. Oh, no. Can I ask you about... <laughs> I thought that was a bit. Can I ask you about... Uh, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> no, you are. You're very funny. <laughs> Marjorie, can yeah. I ask you about uh, AFPAC 3 and your experience there? What I was went, that like? So I went and gave a speech there. It was, oh my goodness, so many young people. Uh-huh. Um, didn't know much about the group, but gave the same speech I give everywhere. I give, I give that speech to like... Uh, Democrat union workers give the same speech in my district. How'd they receive it? They loved it. Nice. So did the Democrat union workers. I just saw so many people were tearing you apart for that and it's not unfair. They did. And you know, and I, I resent the reaction because I don't believe in canceling people. And I think that's wrong. And I I don't know why it's wrong to talk to everyone. Why is that wrong? But no, I got attacked. uh, Even by the right. Oh, I got heavily more yeah, attacked by yeah. the right. Actually, yeah. I got canceled by some people, but mm-hmm. and and that's unfortunate. And um, I don't think I should just because someone else doesn't like a person, I shouldn't take on other people's enemies. Uh, those aren't my enemies. I I'm literally just working for the good of our country, and I think that involves talking to everyone. And right. I think those kids needed to hear what I had to say. All right, we have, we, have, we have a question that you wouldn't be able to answer if you could, I think. Sam Uray says, will MG, uh, MTG take a v, take VP in a Trump or DeSantis ticket? Ooh, I would heavily consider that. Oh, wow. All right. I don't know that it would happen. I would imagine the establishment on the right oh, yeah. would do everything they could to stop it. I wonder what a Trump DeSantis ticket would, would look like, how the, how the establishment right would react to that. Um, I don't know. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with it. What's wrong with that? No, no. They really hate Trump, though. That's crazy. Oh, they hate Trump. Yeah. They hate him. All right. Let's see. John White says, my name is John. I'm a 33-year-old white male. Been listening regularly for two years and have lived in the AZ mountains for the last 15 months with my wife, two young boys, and chickens. No regrets. Hashtag Carrie Lake. Awesome. Ooh, go Carrie. Glad to hear it. Yes. She's great. She is great. Yeah. You know, you know what I find is that, I mean, I think you were even mentioning it, the, the people we end up having on the show... Like you, Carrie, or Thomas Massey, or whatever, just act like real people. Mm. Yeah, we've I've I've talked to politicians in the past, and it's just like the canned plastic response. That mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I, don't know, you know. I think your podcast is the test, right? Can you stand? I'm two serious. Hours? If somebody can't come and be on your show, then and just hang. 
Yeah. Who was the congressman who the second he saw my cauliflower ears downstairs was like, let's wrestle. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, uh, uh, Troy Nails. Nails. Troy Nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we started grappling downstairs, and I was like, man, I may not agree with all of you guys, but you are a lot more fun. Noam Chomsky didn't try to wrestle me when I interviewed him. Come on, man. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Latina Prepper says, MTG for president. Woo, thank you. And then you. a bunch of American flags and heart emojis. Aw. All right. Creamer of the Dairy Squad says, Tim, make an American dad-esque animated sitcom, then I'll sub to your site. Hmm. I mean, it's very expensive. I mean, we're to. making a sitcom, so I would still do it. Yeah, yeah. Also, Cass you Castle. get to hear the uncensored version of this conversation afterwards. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you support someone who's bringing you real news like this, right? That you're not going to hear anywhere else. Yeah, one of the things with the vlog is that it was in dire straits, and people, 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 people who like the current iteration of it need to understand that it was like an untenable situation. It was, it was money going into a project that was slowly just about to evaporate, mm-hmm. and so I was like, let's breathe some life into it and and try and just make it something better and new. And now it started turning around. And it's been been improving. Some people might not like it's a, a dramatic change in the identity of it, but it's I think better than just shutting down. Well, and also I mean the 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 compliments that we have gotten and the callbacks to the inside jokes it, it has been so cool. And now we get to make it like an actual show. And I just watched the first cut of like the first episode, and it's. It's so, it's the first longer form one. The first longer yeah. form one. We're and doing, it's so fun. They were like 10 minutes and now they're going to be 20 minutes once a week. And, uh, the best part is by putting it on the website, we can actually make edgy jokes that YouTube would ban you for. That's oh. not even offensive. It's so dumb. And I made them. Uh, they, mean, like, they are on episode one. <laughs> there, there, there are political things you can't say on YouTube and it's the stupidest thing. Even it's as ridiculous, you can't trust the machine to give you, uh, the algorithms, the, the, the voice recognition thing to understand a joke or context. So, and we're not on YouTube right now. We are, yeah. Oh, we're still on it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still, still on YouTube yeah. for about twelve more minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay. I, yeah. I'm, I, we actually end the show with me teaching how to give an abortion on oh my YouTube. Gosh, it's no, very, it's a, okay. Oh, all right, all right, everybody. <laughs> we're gonna try not to teach that. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I'm learning. Hey, just let me baby step my way to you guys. All right. <laughs> all right. Angel Torres says, Marjorie, would you agree that President Trump should mandate trade school programs in high school with our taxes instead of paying for college debt? Oh, wow. I, you know, college debt, that, that's, that one's tough. I don't think that the government should be paying off people's college debt. But I am a huge believer in trade school. I think that's where most young people should go because you know something? Those are awesome degrees and that they lead to high paying jobs instead of a bunch of student loan debt when you can't get a job. The Isaac Glover Show says, it's okay, Jamie. We'll slowly but surely massage you into becoming fully pro-life. Your destiny is the dark side. <laughs> Every day on Twitter, you guys, you guys all make me laugh because I'll just get these like either red pill emojis or <laughs> I- I'll tweet something that's like centrist and literally all of your fans will just be like, it's happening. And they'll just tweet me that. The left calls this the love bomb. They okay. claim that the right will be really nice to you to trick you into joining oh, their side. Nice. Well, it works, everybody. <laughs> and then like, what, what, what do we do to them after they've been tricked? Like, oh, yeah. what's Have the, a beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, what's the bad part? Guys, love bombing rules. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, but the, it's like, it's nefarious. They're just trying to be nice to you to trick you. And it's like, maybe, they're just nice. maybe you should take a, take a, a note from that and right. be nice to people. <laughs> well, and here's the thing too. It's, Nice on top of the fact that we have disagreed and have asked each other questions mm-hmm. and have like that's the difference, right? You're, you're still trying to get to the bottom of things. And this notion that if you become 
more centrist or if you're a liberal and you take on a conservative view on like guns or if you're a conservative and you take on a liberal view on say like oh I don't care if gay people marry or whatever somehow you're like a grifter or a sellout mm-hmm. instead of like no man people are complicated and there are gray areas and it's allowed to have you're allowed to have friends and thoughts on both sides I think that is healthy all I right. think it's healthy it'd be boring if we all agreed the right. worst yeah. RJ says I'm pro-life and I support the death penalty for murder I argue executing a murderer upholds the sanctity of life Pro-life does not mean anti-death. Yeah, I was just talking about there are so many cases that um, are, you know, we either find out like, oh, no, maybe he wasn't guilty. Uh, Yeah. And then it's like, well, what do we do? Right. That's why I oppose the death penalty. Yeah. Like life in prison Mm -hmm. is pretty rough, but at least you can go back on that. Yeah. What do do you so well, we, no one's more innocent than an unborn child. Correct. Uh, Yeah. What do you what do you are are you pro death penalty? Yeah, in some cases I am. My my concern with it is I I just use the it, it, I think it's kind of unfair to do, but I think it's it makes the point. I don't trust Kamala Harris to decide who deserves to die. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Cuz she you know, <laughs> she's in California and this is what this is, you know, basically what she's doing. And then I said, "Do you think that she's going to make sure that the people who are on death row are all truly guilty like if she came to me and said tim that guy right there killed a man and i want to put him to death i'd be like i don't believe you like i don't take your word for it um so the challenge is i know people have said like tim if someone like on video you're watching him do something you know there's a risk there's no rehabilitation i'm like i get it i get it the challenge is in a very specific simple context i understand that but creating a legal framework that says trust the state to kill people i'm like right well, yeah, and I, you got, that, no. it is. That is. That's a very hard line. It, yeah. It's a. It's an extremely difficult topic. But I think I, I'm a believer in prison reform. I think we have a yes. lot of issues yes. in yes. the prison yes. system. Yes. Uh, when I went in the D.C. jail, one of the things that really bothered me, other than how the January 6 uh, pretrial detainees were being treated, was I saw people in extreme suffering in solitary confinement in other parts of the prison and they were in there because of violence and attacking the guards and all kinds of issues but that is suffering as well yeah and how are you, how is that going to rehabilitate them it's not no, it like, them. Yep. right and it's it's just <clears throat> Oh, I Ian, don't know. There's a lot of problems there, and Ian, I, I think we should do better. Stop love bombing me with prison reform. Ian talk. likes <laughs> to uh, talk about Shay's rebellion. Are you familiar? Yeah. Shortly after the revolution, you had a bunch of guys who were not paid because the U.S. was broke as a new country. So they revolted. Mm -hmm. And then when they were captured and arrested, I can't remember who because, you know, Ian talks about it. They were pardoned. Like all but like three guys were completely pardoned. They were like, we cannot do Mm. this. A new country cannot just, you know, hang or punish these guys because they were, you know, indebted. You know, we we, Mm -hmm. we owed them money and we couldn't pay. So he's like, let them go. Let them go. Mm -hmm. Simmer things down. Calm things down. I think I think the Republicans got to get into November. And look, I think anybody who is smashing, you know, attacking cops and shoving and getting violence should they should they should be held accountable. Yeah, I do but, too. But we mm-hmm. need real leadership because the Democrats won't do it to go in and find all of these people who are being abused in in the D.C. jails and who are being wrongly held over misdemeanor nonsense to mm-hmm. just be released. Yep. Pardon. They should be. They've yeah. been. It's time served. It's absolutely. They should be released. It's too much. What we, what they've gone through is too much. But the issue is if the Democrats did it, it would actually be a de-escalating moment where they came out and said, were they to come out and be like, look, we don't want to play this game. We're, we're getting we're getting too close. They might actually win some elections if they behave like that. But they don't. But they aren't instead, they the party of love and tolerance? They are funding 
Trump candidates while claiming Trump candidates are the threat to this country, which is a literal political false flag operation. What? You didn't know that? No. (laughs) The Democrats are literally putting money into promoting Trump supporting candidates. Because they think that's the play? They think they have a better chance of winning against them. Yep. The Democrats Governors Association, I think, put in a couple million bucks into a couple Republicans that were pro-Trump. Trump endorsed. Yep. (laughs) They think when the general election comes... They'll beat the Trump supported can the Trump endorsed candidate. Oh my gosh. It's a false flag. I can't even comprehend it. And then they go on the January 6th hearing and they're like, this is an exo- existential threat to this country. Quick, give them more money. Yeah. False flag. It's, it's scum. It's scum. It's, it's man. That is an incredible lie. So yeah. they're lying on the January 6th committee and they've done it a lot tonight. And then they're going to paint these candidates with these lies and then they're going to put money behind them. So All right. It's a terrible trick. Collis L. Bryant says, signed up at TimCast.com today. Attaboy. I dropped my Hulu subscription back in June because Disney owns a sizable percentage of it yeah. and has gone off the deep end. Happy to invest in a company striving to have a positive impact. I really appreciate it. Thanks, bud. And, and I want to tell, I want to tell all of you guys, we, I think a good portion of our members who mm-hmm. sign up are mission driven, right? They see what we're trying to do and they're like, it's 10 bucks and it will help make that mission happen. I will add to that. Parallel economy is just getting started. We need them to succeed because PayPal owns like 80% of mm-hmm. the, of the, of the online financial market of uh, transactions. Whatever companies you can find that use parallel economy, start supporting. That's Dan Bongino's, uh, he co-founded it. And we also use the Rumble player. But I also want to add, you don't have to sign up if our content isn't good. Yep. My goal is to make sure that we have good content. So you don't even think twice about it. And you just mm-hmm. go, eh, Hulu or Timcast and eh, Timcast got better shows. Yeah. That's my goal. Also, we care about you. Like, total shout out, cause I talked a little bit about mental health when I was on Monday. Shout out to all the, especially men, man, like, who don't talk about this a lot, um, who hit me up either on Instagram or Twitter to talk about, like, the mental health comments. They were also saying that, uh, somebody tweeted me that Dan, that's what reminded me, really helped him on the show as well. Um, you want to support communities that actually do care about you, that actually do have diversity and opinion, that are trying to make good content and not just trying to, to take your money. So thank you to everyone who signs up. And man, I want to tell you about the stuff that's coming, uh, but just get excited. I want to, I want to read this comment from one of our favorite um, super chatters, The Real Hydro. He uh, super chats endlessly all day, every night. He does, too. Uh, often very critical and sometimes... To be completely honest, Hydro, I don't think they're actual good faith questions, but you do make a good point here that I want to address. He says that Tim flip-flops so much, he went from Trump represents the worst of America to I vote for Trump. Liberals don't commit, wake up people. Um, my point about Trump representing the worst of America is the culture, the TV show, the grab him by the you know what, the, uh, the, the horse face, the, you know, fat pig stuff. Yeah, I, 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 say that all the time. It's not a flip-up. Literally, I think Trump has no... There was a lack of decorum. It's, it was an issue, in my opinion. But I don't think it was substantial enough when it came to the issues. So the first time around, it was like I saw I, I saw the way he behaved, but also just didn't believe he would do anything. I, I had no faith in the political system. Then I watched this guy who gets smeared and lied about in the media nonstop all day, every day, actually did pretty good. Then he comes out with his, with his second term agenda. I actually really liked it. And I said, you know what? I don't care all that much about decorum. I do think it represents the worst of American culture, but mm-hmm. that's not that big a deal to me when it comes to what the country is. I would take a Donald Trump who goes on stage as the president and calls him a horse face, who creates a great economy and tries to bring about peace in the Korean peninsula over Joe Biden, who can try and be nice and then sells us out. 
So Hillary Clinton was the worst of American government. Crony corporate garbage. I've long maintained I am not a big fan of Trump's demeanor. But that's like on a level of importance, not that much. I can understand why to some people it is, but I think Trump did well enough to where I'm like, yo, give me the mean tweets. I don't care. Literally. Right. Bring a good president about. If Hydro doesn't like Trump's comments, he should he should read some of the stuff the left says about me or well, to my I, face. I think Hydro actually really likes Trump's comments, to be honest. Oh, I don't okay. know for sure. I think he's just criticizing me because I've been critical of Trump, you know, mm-hmm. and, and his character versus why I vote for him. Like, I don't think that's contradiction at all. No. I think, in fact, it's a good thing that you have people who are like former liberals mm-hmm. willing to be like, hey, Trump, be better, do better, because you are mm-hmm. doing a good job as president. Uh, at this point, I put it this way. We were talking about your tweet about Ra- Rachel mm-hmm. Levine, and, and we'll get into that in the members only show. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and I said, you know what? I may not like it, but it doesn't matter. I will never vote for a Democrat because they are pro child sex change operations. Yep. So does it really matter how it's framed? Pfft. I'm not going to agree with someone who's like, don't say that. We should be giving. No, uh, uh-uh, sorry. You know yeah. what, man? Sometimes you have to call something exactly what it is to make people realize how bad it is because they're calling it gender affirming care. And this is a man that's identifying as a woman, but yet he was a man most of his life or is a man still and is a father, um, but is, but is proactively trying to force something on children and being a part of it that will sterilize them. They won't be parents. Genital mutilation and it's all going to happen before they grow up. I, I just, I, yeah. Democrats are on board with all that stuff. I just, mm-hmm. it's, it's mind numbing to me and they just lie about it. So, all right, let's mm-hmm. grab, uh, let's grab a couple more. Uh, let's see. Dulock says, Hey, Timcast, your West Virginia neighbor joined Timcast this week, dropped Paramount Plus. Tales of the Inverted World is fantastic. Great, great work, guys. Yeah, that dude I, is. you know, my, my, my dream vision, and we're going to need like, probably like $2 million to do something like this. The goal for what I really want to do with Tales from the Inverted World, Shane is this, he's a great writer. It's fantastic. Shane's awesome. I want to make an actual fictional show using those stories as, as the basis for an actual sci-fi yeah. investigatory show. Hunter S. Thompson meets the X-Files. Yes. So then we make the amusement maybe perk. maybe once we have you know like a five million dollar budget for a real show we can put together hour long drama sci fi shows yep. where you have an investigative journalist exploring UFOs and conspiracies guys just so use Congress your, yeah hey. <laughs> yeah yeah investigating Congress I'll let you guys come and visit me anytime y'all can see what's going on oh my god we can do like a Congress ride along I'm in not like oh, the yeah. Stephen Colbert film crew That's right it. yeah that'd be cool I mean we'd be, it'd be cool we're allowed to film in there and everything too right. Yeah. Pretty sure. Cool. Oh, my God. Field trip. Tim Cast field trip. All right, everybody. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share this show with your friends, and go to TimCast.com. We're going to have the After Hours Uncensored show live at about 10.50 to 11 p.m., and we'd love to see you there. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Marjorie, would you like to shout anything out? I would just like to make sure everyone orders their handcuffs to be sent to AOC and El Omar. That's what you're promoting. Yeah, heck yeah, because these girls, they really made me angry this week by lying to everyone. Cuffthesquad.com. Cuffthesquad.com. Make sure if they're going to fake being arrested, they've got real handcuffs to do it with. 
Um, my Twitter is already blowing up and I want to read this comment from Ratu. Don't listen to this, these psycho righties. They love bomb you so you end up happily married with children and rich enough to be upset about taxes. Wait, wait, what? Uh, guys, I'm going to lose a lot of followers tonight. So I would recommend that you follow me to make up for that. You can follow me at Twitter at Jamie Kilstein on Instagram where I talk more about like mental health stuff like that at the Jamie Kilstein. Uh, I'm doing stand up in Houston August 5th and 6th. You can get tickets at Ryan htx.com and go to timcast.com and check out all of the cool stuff that we have coming up on the new cast castle sitcom slash vlog i've quite enjoyed sitting in ian's seat tonight <laughs> it's been real it's been groovy uh if you want to find me elsewhere you can follow me on Instagram or WeChat at Closer Kitty. And of course, go subscribe to Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube. We go live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time. We talk about all the entertainment news and we have fun over there. So come join us. Um, I also forgot really quick. I forgot to plug uh, Vote Trump for president. Sorry, guys. All right, keep going. <laughs> I guess when he's coming, yeah. We are also uh, going to be having Pop Culture Crisis premiere on the website, the same as Timcast IRL does. Yay. So we're really going to be building up the site and uh, cool, cool new technological developments coming. There's show rules. Thank you guys for tuning in this evening for our, I think it's our third show with Marjorie Taylor mm-hmm. Green. We always have a great time with her. She's always lovely. Despite what the media tells you, it turns out the media might be lying cool. to you. I don't know. Just a theory. You guys can follow me on TwitterMinds.com at SourPatchLids as well as SourPatchLids.me. We will see all of you over at TimCast.com in about an hour, uncensored. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs>